0: Oh boy!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Right, the ride didn't even start yet, and you guys are waving your arms.
2: Whee! All I gotta say is Shaka Khan.
0: Yes, <laughs> eleven o'clock comics episode ninety four.
1: Oh, I damn, haven't <laughs>
0: That, that shit's nuts. Chris is all happy. Nice. I think he got the, the prescription filled. You need to kick yourself up a notch, Mr. Chris.
3: Kick it up a
0: notch? Yeah, kick it up.
4: I think I'm going to get hammered
5: tonight.
0: Good. Hammered's good.
4: I want to be a happy drunk. I'm tired of, I'm tired of being an a angry drunk. You get all your anger out last night. I
3: can follow you once you know. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah but that's Precise crazy though my mind. oh that's crazy no it's just, it's just somebody lets the floodgates open and everybody thinks they could take a ride down the stream
4: i was telling i was telling david this week when we were talking and i was so yeah. hammered at the end of that episode that we were in our we, we were in our we were in our goodbyes and in my head we had we had finished the show and i was just bullshitting
0: <laughs> oh you should have told me that i would have snip snip
5: up.
3: Uh, apparently, it. I apparently, care. things that I, that I wrote before.
4: this week were kind of
3: misconstrued by other people that they weren't designed for. Oh, I, I, to, I know I that. To, I, I had to call and 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 my buddy and and make sure that he <laughs> knew exactly what I was saying. Because anybody who I think has heard me over the past now ninety four episodes plus extras that uh, when I'm posting on the forum, it's kind of just how I would say it
4: on the show.
0: And, well, mm. Sal still
4: thinks you're fucking batshit crazy.
0: Him, <laughs> not me.
4: Yeah, he switched his he switched oh, his crazy to wow. Delivery.
0: That's ex- wow, I'm please. loving this. No. Yeah, hey, no no, no 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 no. Well, hey everybody. Stuff. <laughs> oh
4: god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is great. I'm like on top of the heap. Look at this. I'm not crazy that's not where anymore. Renee's concerned, buddy. Well, snapping his snap. I think
3: that's where it's
2: <laughs> more, more. I talked to my my lady love on Friday night. Yes, look look at this. It's 11 Every day you
4: talked to cuz you were sitting next that, to her. Al- that's ah, true. Oh, did i
2: Unrehearsed, oh.
0: unscripted. Can you believe it? This one's o'clock.
4: starting off the rails. Maybe we'll get back on. As yes, we'll be very. Shit. Hey, goodbye,
0: It'll know. be masterpiece theater by the time we're done with this. <laughs> hey, it's eleven o'clock comics. I'm Vince B.
2: Yes, <sighs> I thought you were Paul McCartney. No, oh, although see? I wish
0: I do wish I had his money and maybe the one-legged broad for a night. You that'd oh, be nice. all right. <laughs> I'm Stone. Christopher
4: Neesman, and I'm Keith Wood. Yep.
0: I'm, you're Keith I'm, Moon.
4: Oh, Keith, Keith, Did I say Keith? <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> Cordian slip right there, buddy. Yeah. 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 So, so, that was all like a, a Who uh, Rolling Stones mashup. Yes, I'm Keith Moon. Yes. I'm, I'm David Price, and I'll play
3: Mickey Dolans Now give me the comic Ooh, nice. related to that. Nice. And you know who I am?
2: I'm it? the dude that by day cleans up your office, but at night I clean up your streets because I'm Alan Diesler, a.k.a. the nice. <laughs> I'm a mysterious man nice. from far hey, away. Hey,
0: hey, easy. hey, don't you blow it. Don't, don't you blowing it. Yeah.
2: Stop. irresistible, stop. smooth, dark chocolate brother, uh, bitch.
0: See, you, oh, you, you, now nah, nah, you got just, you, you just What chocolate. you just did, you just clipped out half of what I was going to do. Damn it's you, Jason out,
3: That's how it uh, rolls, dude. I'm like the Sicilian in the woods with the garbage with the tear going There's down. nothing <laughs> wrong
0: with being a Sicilian, especially if you're playing an Indian.
3: There you go, baby.
0: No, you're not. You're Jason Wood, everybody. Ah. Yes, and this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics, I got to bring up my notes because I got lots to say in this part, oh, is brought to you by DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service. That's dcbservice.com, where you can get... Wumba big ass discounts on all your favorite comic books and collectibles shipped right to your door. Andy Jewett's p.m.ing me. That's not good, Andy. And, and uh, delivered right to your house by a uh, costumed custodian of the United Parcels Service. But it's a service. Yes, it's, 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 if you are a first time if you are a first time DCBS customer, you can enter this code in their little ordering system EOC eight. You will get an extra eight percent off your order. Order. So you figure you're getting like anywhere from thirty five. Like,
4: that that makes it like forty eight percent off.
0: It's pretty close to free. You know, yeah. <laughs> as close to free as you're going to get. Uh, it's that's a fantastic promotion. They're on almost top of, paying you, right? On top of they're already colossal discounts, but they're they're, they're in a tizzy uh, at DCBS because what's coming up? The Summit City Comic Con.
1: Oh, yes.
3: Have
0: you heard about this? Anybody Love out there? It. Oh, you, it, I read has. The forum. That's right. If you haven't heard about it, fire up your browsers. www.summitcitycomiccon. One word, two C's. summitcitycomiccon.com. The date is May 22nd, 2010. It's a one day show. It's only going to cost you 10 bucks to get in there. If you're an artist and you want to exhibit your shit, free artist tables six inch six inches long maybe for mini comics <laughs> six feet long these tables are so if you're like yep. a dave wachter and and you're tired of shelling out for space to show your work you will get in for free you will get your table for free it's an intimate artist focused show uh, It will be promoted with local and regional libraries that's very cool youth uh, and our art programs. It's hosted at the Grand Wayne Center in downtown Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. That's yep. in that's Indiana.
4: Okay? I'm excited about this show. I'm well. well I'm listen I'm gonna, to the guest list. Go.
0: This is cool. Art Baltazar, Mike Norton. Well, there's always one. Hey, Matt. Uh, Matt uh, <laughs> he thinks I hate him, doesn't he? Norton. Matt Kint, Tim Sear, Robert Atkins of G.I. Joe fame, Nate Powell, Chris Burnham, Ryan Stegman, and Jason. Who else?
2: Jim Riggity Ruge.
0: That's right. Jim Ruge from Aphrodisiac. Um, There's publisher presence and involvement from Dark Horse, Boom, and Top Shelf. It's going to be off the chain. Here's the change, here's the con. It's separated, it's gone, it's off the it's chain. Off
1: yeah.
4: I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Ahead. I don't know if you guys are thinking about it. Because uh, I know that you're all coming out to C2E2, right? So it'll probably be tough, nope. tough to come out uh, to the Midwest two, uh, two times in, in a month. Yeah, I don't think Semi-City's in the works, but C2E2
2: is like 93% in the works so far. So yes. yeah, I'll on, tell
0: you, I would that. go just to see Mike Norton.
4: Yeah, You'll oh. see him at C2E2. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah oh, and, I, and, I, and 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 super show which we same
4: so. I'm totally going to go to uh, to Summit City. Those are those are good folks down there. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a good show and Zach Zach is good people and Cameron oh my God, as yeah. well. So yeah, and they're going to put on a good show. I was I was really um I was thrilled because um Zach and Cameron and the folks from DCB Service and In Stock Trades came up for Windy City last year and I I I hope that uh, what we did with Windy City will will kind of help them w- with Summit cuz I, I Think that they're they're trying to draw kind of the same vibe, make it an artist and creator focus show. They're really making it as kid as kid friendly as possible. It'll be a good time.
0: It will be kind friendly too, because my kid's going to be there. Oh, mm, Come Matt. on, I'm trying so here. Matt, Kent.
3: Matt, Kent will be there
1: Matt
0: too. Kent. I said Matt, right? Didn't I? You said yeah. Mike. Well, I got Mike Norton on yeah. the brain, but uh, Kent's,
3: uh, Kent, Kent's See, now that's that's. Little tough to take because he's a big
4: dude.
0: He's Usually, tall. I have him on the cheek.
4: Yeah, he is not that big. He's
0: um, not that big. did did you guys? I know, I know. David ordered some. Oh,
4: Norton. Yeah, Norton's huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, David,
0: did Ken, you Ken you 20. you got your Ditko books from DCBS? Didn't you?
4: Yes, the three that I I rambled off.
3: Uh, okay. Wood,
0: yes. did you get yours? Yes, I did. I was flipping through, and I, I'm sure Chris will eventually get them. He's he's always.
4: I like got him. Mr. A should be here tomorrow. All right. Well,
0: I, I got all of them. And uh, I'm, I'm breezing through them, and man, I mean, the artwork is just fantastic. The guy has not missed a beat uh, since he, he, he began almost many years ago. But I noticed there's really no consistency with the books in terms of mm-hmm. size, the publishing yeah. size. You get, like, the, the paper, the trade paperback ones are basically all the same size. But then the, the magazine slash comic ones, they're all different sizes. And I'm thinking, mm. how the hell am I going to bind these things? Oh, you're right. It ain't going to work. Yeah. No, well, I mean, well, I, I, I got
4: to. I mean, honestly, that's how crazy works.
0: I know, but oh, speaking of crazy, there's one story in the, uh, I think it's in the 160 page package that it's called A Man. It's about a guy who builds a computer called A Man. It's like a robot slash computer that is com- hey, a that's completely <laughs> rational, and and it will only answer rationally. It 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 what it does is it encapsulates Ditko's objectivism perfectly in one little story and i'm thinking this guy he's gotta be in his late 80s right uh, I don't. Th- I
4: don't. The late '80s. I, I don't. I don't
0: know. Well, mid. At I'll least him, mid. I'll 80s. call him up and ask him. But the story yeah. was done in 1999. I mean, how many years is that removed from Spider-Man number one? That's a long time. Yeah. And the and the guy still got it. And uh, the robot's head. The the it, it's a robot. So how do you inject emotion into a robotic head? And it's the the facial features are only three lines and two circles for the eye but I swear you would think that this robot is actually scared at one part in the story. It's amazing, amazing stuff. Because and you can get awesome. these books. Yes, you can get these books from through DCBS, one of the only places you can get them. At
4: Look at that Thank you, Zach. That's yeah. right.
0: So DCBS, Womba, DCBService.com. Oh, nice. I, I
4: love Deco. I do love Booze. Um, no way. Yeah, it's true. Um David, what are you drinking in uh tonight's drink roll call?
3: I am uh drinking, I'm going to mispronounce the gentleman's name, uh Georges de uh, i it, It's it's the first time I've had a that I can recall actually purchasing a French wine. It's 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 Merlot. It's a red table wine that uh, says so on the label, and it's pretty tasty. All right, cool. your
4: French is worse than mine. That's 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 a That is a I think that, I
3: that, got, that, you, that, got you both. I would people. hope so, dude. Being you know next to Christian Alame all these weeks and everything,
4: I <laughs> well, he was think he, something he, rubbed off with his Irish he's, accent. He's Irish. Yeah, <laughs> that's,
0: that's
3: an awesome, <laughs> awesome <laughs>
4: accent. <laughs> and and half Greek, uh, M- Mr. Wood. How about you? Uh, I'm I'm double fisting. Uh I got, uh, I got a glass of harp in one hand and a glass
2: of Jameson in the
4: other. Okay.
0: I'm not going to use the is beer that, that controls the weather, joke because I'm, nobody I'm will not, get I'm it.
4: I'm not, not, I'm not a big harp fan. Governess. What? Government is. Oh, curse you. I'm just, I'm Cursu. not i I'm not a big harp fan. And, you know, if you huh. drink, you know, Irish beer, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Guinness guy. And, well, uh, I love Guinness, but I don't know that Guinness, because it's so thick, goes that well with the liquor. Yeah, Guinness can go with anything. But you know, if you're gonna drink like a UK, I I would go like more with a Bass. Oh, I don't like Bass at all. Really, I'm a Bass. I'm a fan of the Bass. Bass can Uh, kiss my ass. Oh,
0: oh. oh. Uh, Nipsey oh,
1: Russell.
4: Oh, did know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, harps okay. for pussies. Um <laughs> Vance Chris goes right for that. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> 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 He's like, Oh, so that's how it's gonna be, I see. <laughs> <It's> go <time. laughs> Vance, my good friend, how about you?
0: Yingling. You, you betcha.
4: Well played, sir. Mm-hmm. Nice, 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 nice! Off the um, uh, off the Peppy Mac. It's good to hear you drinking again.
0: I, I was in the up. mood. I was in the mood because and, um, mm-hmm. we got a, a listener email, so I thought I'd pop open a brewski and read a listener email. Yeah, it's nice, it's nice.
4: Well, let's hear what Chris is drinking first. Um, <laughs> I, I um, <laughs> we're all a little snippy today. <laughs> I done nice. screwed it up. I got Don't a little, I got a I got a little drunk. drunk. I got a little drunk last week. Yep. And what, I would know, like, No, on, on eleven o'clock. I, here. What? No. I would like to apologize. No. <laughs> for, no for, being, apologize. for being a little out of control and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the happy drunk this week because oh, I'm okay. still drinking. Um this is one of my wife's favorite drinks. Man, I think I've had it on the show before, and I actually mixed her one up. She uh, she takes a late class on, on Wednesday, so she's not here, but I've got one sitting out chilling on the back deck Good man. look at deck whenever she comes home tonight. And I had just enough to, uh, left over to make myself one, and it is a sidecar. Have I had a sidecar on the show before?
0: No. I don't think so, no. no. Is there it, a, it a midget in it?
4: No, there's no midgets in the sidecar. <laughs> it, is, it is an absolutely wonderful cocktail. It is... Um, Two parts cognac to one part uh, orange liqueur. I had triple sec, which is not my favorite option, but it's what I had in the house. Uh, and one part uh, fresh squeezed lemon juice. And it's fresh squeezed is the key part. And uh, with a, a, a sugar rim martini glass. And it is a fantastic cocktail, especially in winter months. It's a funny story. Not, well okay kind of funny story about a side uh, about a sidecar is that it um uh the the origin of the cocktail is in france and i'm i'm paraphrasing the story uh, french countryside there was uh, uh uh two guys that were that were uh traveling co- cross-country on a motorcycle and a sidecar and it was very chilly and they came into uh, a french restaurant bistro bar whatever and um uh, it, like I said, it was very chilly, and one of the guys uh, came up and wanted a cognac to warm him. And uh, a cognac is is traditionally an, an after dinner drink in in France. And so the bartender, kind of improvising, came up with a cocktail that had cognac in it, but was more of of an aperitif, more of a more of a pre dinner drink because they hadn't had dinner yet. And so um, uh, it, had all of these citrus flavors with the orange liqueur and the lemon juice to make it more of an appropriate before dinner drink. And that, uh, and then named it after the sidecar which this guy had been riding in.
0: That is pretty cool. Yeah. History. Dropping the history.
4: So there, or there's your, mixologist. there's your, yep. There's right. your, uh, there's your cocktail history and a sidecar. It is a fantastic drink. So wow. if, you want, if you want to impress the lady, um, go out to a restaurant, order a sidecar as a as a as a before dinner drink, and uh, and order her one up as well, and and she will dig it because it is it is delicious.
0: Cool. So I'm sorry to all the, the little people listening. I guess midget's not a very good <laughs> now is a derogatory term. So yes. you're, if, you're, if, asking you're, asking if you're if you're a little person, don't kick me in the ankle. I'm sorry for saying midget. And the all right.
4: So 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 Vince, you have um, a a listener email. I do. And how can people email the show?
0: David will tell them.
4: <laughs> Letters at
3: bullpenbulletinspodcast.com. dot com. Right, but if you yes. want to
0: uh, come into our digital playground on the world wide web, you can reach us at forum dot dot com or just plain old www eleven o'clock comics dot com. Click on the forum button. Whoosh! There you go, right into our little potty on the internet.
2: So, That's true. And, and one more thing because it was asked by, of me on Twitter today and it was pointed out that we never ever give it out and we should do it more uh which is the uh the the dial the uh, phone number
0: Oh, for, the the hotline yeah
2: yeah so the hotline is area code 206 312 5239 so uh 206 206- also, yes.
3: at the bottom of the banner image on right. our forum. So there Which are will, reasons to go to the forum. Isn't yes. Just to, uh,
0: Which will change this week. I'm doing do another banner. And will, I'm telling you, if oh, you awesome. take the time to call us and make your thoughts clear on the hotline, <laughs> you will appear. Clear. so Yeah, clear. clear. Yeah, yeah. You will appear on our um probably on the Hotline Special episodes, which is not going to be called Hotline Special. They're going to be called the Ill Pickle Special. I love that name. That that is a Julian That is a Julian Lytle Brought to you by um, Jarvis. Turn, yeah, it's awesome because it makes perfect sense. It's not the sandwich. It's the tasty little garnish that goes with it. I'll Pickle. There you go. I,
4: bro- I broke Julian's heart today. Yeah, you, <laughs> you did? did. I, why, did yeah. I, <laughs> I, okay, again? No, I called sen- the Sentry a bitch.
0: Oh, that's not uh, Julian oh, no, Lytle. No, no, that's no, Julian. That's a,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. You're confusing wait, me. They're two wait, different he he people. Wait, wait. Who did I? What?
0: You broke Julian's heart, not Julian Lytle. They're two different people.
4: Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. We, got, we got too many
3: people
2: with the Julian Little could give two shits about the century, I think. Right. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But so you would Jordan break the story and, and, and
3: talk shit about uh, Naruto or, or, or Morrison.
0: Oh, or, right. or One Piece. He likes yeah. the One Piece. Yeah, yeah that's I like to Luffy about. too. It's not shit. It's not shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, be happy. Be happy. Yes, and you know what, Chris, Chris? 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 Apologize. This is going to be the apology episode because I got uh, a little bit to do in a little while. But yeah, anyway. you do. It. Hey, Brody, yeah, I do. Stop it. Okay, right, here we go. Listener, <laughs> listener, email. Wait,
2: go ahead.
3: Drop. Hit. hit us with it. In the email.
0: Hey guys, hey. you all, you all are coming up on a hundred episodes, and I just want to thank you for well, all. We are. We had
3: to be here from the beginning.
0: Oh. <laughs> Mr. Interruptoid, Damn. I just want to thank you all for entertaining and informing us each and every week, exclamation point. As much as I loved bullpen bulletins, I think the addition of Wood and Chris, oh my God, yeah. and the expansion of topics a- and subject matter have really let you flourish. Oof, <laughs> I even look forward to hearing David be able to speak one day. There
3: you <laughs> <laughs> Two other people, I'm
0: sure. Anyways, just two quick things. First, on your 11 O'Clockers episode, when Chris and David made us all aware that Mysteriously Unfathomable was available for pre-order on DCBS, I immediately went to my account and added it to my order. But man. See, this made me wonder how many of these gems might be flying under my radar. This leads me to a simple request. Do you think just once a month when the new previews is out and DCBS has updated, you each can highlight a few collected editions and notable single issues that you think people ought to know about? Very good question. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Particularly, this <Yeah. laughs> what so was a question.
4: You know, I, I think that we kind of do that through the course of the show. We um, do, but I mean, a segment is, is a we, segment. We, That's cool. We did kind of, we,
3: it was a very short run at, at recapping Louder. the books, the titles that, that we talked
2: about in the That mm. was a
3: very short-lived segment. So yeah, Vince was
2: going to, you know what happened? Your your book that Stuart made you, uh, you filled it up, so you stopped. Uh, yeah,
0: you but I'm, I have another it. book, so I got to keep doing that. Yeah. Okay. that is a nice little recap yes mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank I don't you, like that thanks.
2: idea I mean we have a I don't know if he's a, if he goes to the forums but but we we do have the forums every month we have what are you buying on DCBS and we all post our our want list but to be but yeah I mean I, I guess that's that's kind of what he's saying but he would probably he does help. he, 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 he does some more specifics yeah. yeah okay so and, and, it, more specific.
0: and I love his avatar uh, particularly to, if it is something you have gushed about on the show before. It doesn't have to be a full-blown previews episode. Just some brief mentions to help your listeners out. If I, if,
4: I, if I hear the sound of, of turning pages on this podcast, <laughs> I'll fucking scream.
0: Well...
5: You better, oh, better, shit. better uh, there I go,
4: there I go. No, positive Chris is back, let's move on. <laughs> okay.
0: You can't fight the previews, buddy. Also, I, love I, just, previews. I just wondered if any of you had read the back matter page of Darkness Pit number three and what you thought about what was discussed about character ownership. As soon as I yeah. read it, I thought, this is an 11 o'clock comics topic. Yo, Yo. um, I'd have to refresh my memory. Yeah.
3: you, David, I only read the first issue. I didn't read the second to yeah. Oh Yeah.
0: yeah. A great series. But I will reread that and David will and maybe we'll forward it to the other guys and we'll get on the subject because that's a very important <laughs> subject is uh, characters and uh, ownership. It's caused a lot of problems, especially with some of the... Uh, News that we heard about today with the oh, uh, Watch, Watchman Two shit. Yeah. Hey, hey, oh, I would, I
4: just, I would, I would, love to get into it. Can, can we, can we kick off with this?
0: All right, but I just want to before top I this, get too this, fucking drunk. Yes, I just want to top this Sunday off with the uh, person who sent it. Okay, enough of me. Thanks for the comic book love. Ryan King, aka Hulk Smash. Hey. Hey.
2: Okay.
1: Yes. No.
3: No. actually
2: that was who asked me on Twitter for the uh dial in number. So yeah. there you go.
3: Well he asked he asked you for the email address because when I responded to him last
6: week I guess it was missed. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Hey, this is Daryl. Um you know what, Chris, I applaud you for what you said about the bullshit Marvel um, way that they did that uh, whole thing with the covers and all that. And I know us fanboys are the ones who complain about it, but there are also um, professionals at D.C. who are offended by what uh, Tom Brevoort and company are doing. And even, uh, Tom Brevoort is even putting pictures up of covers, of, uh, covers, making fun of, well, I wonder what we're going to do with all these, uh, DC books that we have. Make a, a, a mirage out of it or whatever. It's not funny. It's not, it's petty. It's, it's, uh, disrespectful to the people that wrote those books and drew those books. Um, even Gail Simone spoke out. On uh, Facebook and uh, various message boards about how she really is is tired of this bullshit, tired of the of the the frat boy mentality. So I, you know what, I'm tired of that shit. It makes me not want to buy a Marvel book when you do shit like that. But I wouldn't do that because there are so many people at Marvel that I enjoy their work. So I will buy that, but it's just you're already on top. What is the need to be to act like an asshole? It's just no need for it. It's not competition. It's just not pretty. DC doesn't go back and use Marvel use Marvel as a as a joke when they talk about their work. You just talk about your books. That's what you promote. You talk about your books and what's good about your books, not my books are good and better than that guy's books. You don't have to do that. Just talk about what you're doing. Just talk about the good shit that you're doing. So I applaud you, Chris. I hope more people in the industry speak out. I applaud Gail Simone for she said it in a nice and respectful way. And I I really uh, tip my hat to her, too. Later. All right. So Matt. so, so
4: Watchmen. Um, over on okay. on Bleeding Cool today, Rich Johnson put out a rumor and that's all it is, a rumor that there may be some activity at D C now that Paul Levitz has, has stepped down because Paul Levitz is um, pretty um, vigilant. Uh, pretty yeah, vigilant, pretty pretty outspoken about uh, Watchmen being self-contained and, and not something that needs to be expanded on, be tampered with, uh, e- etc. Um, as we all know, Paul Levitz is, is not the president and publisher of DC anymore, and so that may be a possibility for DC to um, re-explore uh, the Watchmen universe. And so we may... In the next year or two, start hearing about, um, Watchmen prequels, sequels, something, something beyond what the 12 issues that Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons did. And I think the, and I'll get, you know, definitely get your guys' opinion on this. I think the, um, the knee-jerk, the gut reaction of myself and probably just about every other comic book fan in the known universe is going to be no. Do not do that. It is. It is what it is. You're 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 talking about altering something that is perceived as being the 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 perfect comic book. It is, you know, it's at the top of the mountain. And I think, it. I, th- I think Watchmen is the greatest comic ever written, ever drawn, ever conceived. I, th- I think it is the best comic series ever.
0: Wow. It, I agree. It, it's, it, it's, it, it is, it,
4: it's, it's Watchmen. It's Watchmen. It is, it's Watchmen. It's everything that, else that, is
3: compared to. It really yeah, is. Yeah.
4: It's, it's, it's at the top of the mountain. That said, and I've, 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 I've done a lot of thinking about this and I talked, you know, with Sal about this. We had a great conversation about it today at work and, uh, you know, going online and there was a big conversation over at iFanboy about it. And someone brought up a very, very interesting concept about this. And, and okay. I want you guys, before you judge it, just think about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have Watchmen, and we know that, you know, it's always gonna be out there, it's not gonna change, Watchmen is what it is. But imagine DC kind of opening up the door to do a Watchmen anthology of preview, or of prequel stories. Right. Okay. To where it's not hung on one creative team. Where it's not this writer and this artist. You know. And, and quite frankly, if, if your name isn't Dave Gibbons, I, I, it, it would be real hard to approach Watchmen. We all know that Alan Moore isn't gonna come back and do anything with Watchmen. So unless you're Dave Gibbons, it, it, it would be almost inconceivable to, to be the, the spearhead of a Watchmen comic. You know, a mini-series, whatever, but think about, think about an anthology where you can get top-line talent to come in and do their stories, almost like in a, in a Batman black and white, uh, type format where it's like, okay, I've got a two-page story, or I've got a six, or an eight, or a twelve-page story, or I have, uh, a continuing story that's, that's Set you know in, in you know eight or ten pages at a time, and that that it's six or, or, or twelve issues, to where someone can come in and do these little vignette stories within the Watchmen universe. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna play fantasy baseball with this. What what would you think of in an anthology? and I'm throwing, like, um, all of the exclusive contracts out the window because this is mm-hmm. fantasy baseball for comics. What would you think of, like, a Jason Aaron and Bill Sienkiewicz comedian story in Vietnam?
0: See, that's a pretty loaded question because how could we say no to that?
4: Okay. What mm-hmm. would you think mm-hmm. of a Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly Dr. Manhattan story?
0: Again, awesome. y- you know, you're, you're loading the gun. I, okay. Uh, we can't say no.
4: What, what, what would you think of, um, a Brian Azzarillo, Eduardo Rizzo, yeah. Rorschach, and Night Owl mystery? It would
0: Perfect. It, it yeah. would probably work, but, um, you know, ultimately, I don't think it matters a damn what anybody wants. They're going to mm-hmm. do what they want to do with things that they yeah. think are going to sell. my you know, my, my, only, know,
4: my only thing is before you poo-poo it.
0: I'm not think, poo-pooing it. I'm just. But th-
4: think about, think about if it's handled right. Mm-hmm. How awesome it could be,'m
0: uh, i yeah. sure it could be well but
2: i, I hadn 't heard of this i wasn 't on the forum as much today, but um, I guess I have two thoughts. one, I totally understand why this may have some truth to it because um, the uh, I know that Brian Hibbs is about to put out his his uh, you know he does an annual um, Column each year where he gets the book scan data, and he does analysis of how all the different comics and trades sold in the you know the the, the bookstores outside of the direct market. Mm-hmm. And I know I know in, in not surprisingly last year Watch, Watchman was far and away the top selling um, collected edition. Again, not shocking with the movie and stuff. The year before it was also the top selling uh, collected edition. What surprised me is that this year yet again it was the top selling edition. So for three consecutive years, a twenty year old. Collected edition has been the top selling comic book work in all of the, you know, the indirect market, the, the major retail market. So I could see DC, especially with their new corporate overlords saying to themselves, holy shit, why don't we have more of this Watchmen stuff, right? Like, so I get like the business rationale for why they might be trying to see if they could make this work but and i also get what you're saying chris which is to say that, that you know let's not ever we have a tendency all of us included myself too of prejudging a lot of, a lot of stuff and condemning it or praising it before we actually see it and and i think you're right you got to see it and if it was a dream team of uh, of people like you're suggesting i think you know it would be hard to argue against that so i'm with that but the other thing though is let's be fair it would have to pretty much be a near perfect All-star cast executing flawlessly for it not to be a Mm -hmm. big flop to the people that hold Watchmen dear. Like I, if Watchmen has sold 300,000 copies in the last three years, to to obviously to a lot of non hardcore comic fans, they might see Watchmen 2 and be all up for it. But I know for me personally, because I do hold it in such high regard, and it is the first comic that I thought of as like a really serious work, um, and I still love it to death, I, I would definitely have massive expectations for it. And, and so it would surprise me if it didn't disappoint me. But I mean, just, that's just my personal view of it. But, you know, but I would be open to it. I mean, I, I would hope to be pleasantly surprised, you know. Why
4: not? Yeah, uh, and, and I think that's why you go with an anthology as opposed to, you know, what writer in his right mind is going to come in and say, you know what? I think I can write the the next edition of what is widely considered to be the greatest comic ever written. You know, what what writer, you know. Are you going to have Tony Bedard do that? And I love Tony Bedard. I got one
0: right off the top of my head the man who followed Alan Moore on Swamp Thing, and that's Rick Veach. If there's there's anybody that can do it, it's Rick Veach. No, you shut up.
4: We all all love Rick Veach, but I mean, (laughs) Rick Veach doesn't want that. No, I'm not saying that he does,
0: but he is capable. He's capable. Uh, he, he's he, that caliber of writer that can pull it off. And, and there's a lot of guys out there that can probably pull it off. But back to the question of whether we want to see it or not personally, I, I no, I don't want to see it.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to see it. Yeah.
0: But I would, but, I would but they do. will do with the things they own what they want. So mm-hmm. that's a weird sentence. I fucked that up. But, I mean, they're, that's their IP, and they're going to try and make money from it, which is you can't really blame them, right? hmm the end of the day, it's it's in their uh, court, and uh, I think the person spearheading this project says more about it than I can ever say. I mean, it's it's supposedly it's a Dan to Deal project. Oh mm-hmm. really? Yeah, yeah
3: I've, I've, I've never missed Paul Levitz as much as I do now. <laughs>
0: and, and it's not well, if sacri- it's, if it's you know Hassan what I mean? As
3: good as his Outsiders debut, then. Mm.
0: For- it's it-
3: <laughs> stay positive, it- baby
0: it's it 's not no, uh, a
4: positive i don 't have to.
2: sacrilege oh, right. <laughs> or it, it 's with
0: it, the it, angry drunk night <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn 't fly in the face of good taste it 's just business and and they they 'd be stupid you know, not to but
4: isn 't that isn 't that what these comic companies you know hopefully the line that they walk i mean we talked about it in recent weeks regarding other things but it's it 's the line of um, uh, financial gain and artistic integrity so find a way to make watchman a revenue maker but mm. also do it in a way that is positive for the medium yeah. and, and i think i think there are ways to do that and appease both you know you put anything out with the watchman name on it and it's going to sell incredibly well Absolutely. so why so why not do it in the best possible way. And and you look at something like that, and I just keep coming back to the theme of you cannot put one writer and artist team on continuing or expanding on that story and expect it to be critically successful. So why not hand it, put it, you know, or or not hand it off, but put it in the hands of the best comic book creators that are out there today and say hey give us a watchman story because you know what everybody has Watchmen stories in them if they think about it and when it comes down to it's all going to be fucking fan fiction so just give us really good fan fiction
2: who would have the balls to do that though like well I'm- that that well
4: that's what i'm saying it's no single creative team right it's split it up and you say hey you know what we're going to have eight different creative teams that are going to give us a Dr. Manhattan story, that are going to give it, you know, Colleen Coover doing a a Silk Spectre story. You know, I don't care. You know, it's just just different people doing different stories about the histories of these characters, and I think that way you take the weight and and the pressure off of any one creative team. And it's like, you know what, as long as I'm not the guy or gal that's telling this story – it, that's why I look. It's like you know, uh, you know, what would you think of? I would love to read a Rorschach and and Night Owl uh, mystery detective story. You know, Ed Brubaker and and uh, and Michael Lark doing a Rorschach Night Owl story would be awesome. But mm-hmm. I don't want that to be. Everything that they're doing, or the only thing, do it as an, as an anthology, and it can be something amazing. Make it an homage. Make it a celebration of Watchmen, and not something that is so plainly and clearly uh, a cash grab. Make it a celebration well, of it, that. It ultimately, it, it is a cash it, grab. It is. It is. Well, it's no, it's twenty that's, that's, years
3: too late. It's, it's obvious because it's. It's based on the success of the movie and of course the graphic novel, and, yeah, and, and yeah. It, it's it's just it it is a a blatant slap where it's like we are just strictly in this for the money. Yeah, we'd be happy with top notch creators because I'm sure people are happy with All Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder, but we have to we we, we have this. It, it's just it it really is just obvious. I mean, for the same reason that Marvel's putting out God only knows how many Iron Man titles. Over the next couple of months, we have um, we have so many stories devoted to, to Batman and his appearances from DC. But it, it So we're kind of used to seeing the publishers put out books that have nothing to do with what we'd be interested in reading but just that, hey, we're trying to make a few bucks and, and we figure sure. we'll slap the watchman right. name on it It'll sell. and it will sell. And it's that's the part that just kind of it, – it's not like it, – this doesn't feel natural. It's not a pro- natural progression. There's nothing organic about it. It's just that – we
4: want to make but, a few extra bucks.
3: But, but well, that, that,
0: these that, are, that's why, that's why well, I would like
4: s- to see them handle it in more of like a Wednesday Comics mode. Right.
0: But these are characters that are beloved to us, and I'm assuming the 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 two men that created them, uh, the company is is it is, is not endeared to these characters other than what they can derive from them. And you know, there are you'll have your people that are like, man, Moore and Gibbons got got screwed over when they did this. No, they decided to work within that yeah. system and and, you know, that's the way it's done. Work for hire. You you, you well, sign yes, away but, the rights.
3: But don't don't forget though, when the story was conceived when everything was being done, the, everything as well as far as all the stories I've heard, everything was that the rights go back to more yeah. Gibbons when when the publishing is, right. is, when it's out of print and DC, and it never went out of out print, print. Right? so it, yeah. it's it's yeah. kind of hard to say that oh they, that they, was, this yeah. isn't this isn't like you know Ditko and Spidey or 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 you know anybody else working for Marvel and DC at the time this was. Because they weren't allowed to use the Charlton characters, so, so that, well,
4: well, that, that was that was the yeah. contract that that Moore signed with uh, with V for Vendetta, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. it's the same thing with Wonder Woman, and it never went out of print. But the, what also what I heard and once again, this is from uh, Rich Johnson's column, is that the um, uh, is that Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons have first rights to do more Watchmen stories so if there is a Watchmen you know, if it's proposed to do more Watchmen series or, or stories that they have first right to do them and I, we all know that Alan that Moore is it, not going to do that Right? right. Yeah. It, it, Dave Gibbons probably would I would imagine yeah, I'm um, but
2: uh, you know it, it's well, I think it's analogous to the um, the uh, this past year when 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 top ten they put out new top ten stuff and it was mm-hmm. same thing, right? It was uh, I mean obviously Moore had first rights and he immediately said I don't want to do it, and then yeah. they had you know Gene Hahn ended up writing some some issues, you know, and and Xander uh, uh, Kane. Yes, I mean I'm sorry Xander and yeah and Xander and Gene wrote, you know wrote and drew them, which is you know fun and and I guess I I probably would be a little more open. To it conceptually, if like Dave Gibbons said, I'm going to give it a go and write it and and,
3: and draw it, but I can't oh, imagine if,
2: he would if, want to do that though. I can't.
3: They, not even if they were the the artist or and, in in Moore's case, the writer, but if if they were the consulting editors or if they had a hand, right, right. and I'd be a lot more receptive to it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, if they're just completely going, yeah, you know what, we we know they're not going to go for it, but at least this way we still get to print it. Then you know, it just it it kind of does rub me the wrong way.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's you know. And I'll I'll go back to if you don't put it on one creative team and you just open it up for people to do it as an homage in an anthology format... I would be all over that. I would love it. And you don't approach it as, you know, this is you know canon or, or or whatever. But, you know, I would love to see today's creators celebrate that comic and say, you know what? I've always wanted to do a comedian story or I've always wanted to do a Rorschach story or, or whatever. And it's not going to change anything about the Watchmen series. This- but this is a story. You know, James – think about James Robinson and – Chris Somni doing a Minutemen story. I'm down with How awesome would that half. be? I'm down with the second yeah. half of that.
2: Oh. That's, that's oh, come that's, on. Read the
4: Golden Age, Jason. Oh, I but, read. It. I mean,
0: honestly, that's so. got, that's pr- no offense, but that's common sense. If you're going to do this, you have to do an anthology. You, and, you can't. Yeah. You can't settle on one creative team as, because as the pressure be, would be enormous. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. People yeah. are going to be very quick to point out that even if this does come to fruition, the original story hasn't gone anywhere. So Correct. you can ignore yep. right. the anthologies,
4: the prequels, the sequels, whatever. I still have my absolute have you, my certain, have, you, have you seen Star Wars Episode 1, 2, and 3?
3: Unfortunately. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, and of course there was Scarlet, which followed the one with the wind. So, I mean, you know, we've had the mistakes of shitty sequels. guys. What's happening now?
2: I, I'm
0: still waiting for the young, <laughs> young Charles Foster and, and Kane. Electric
4: Google
3: 2 uh, yeah.
2: Freeze a crowd.
0: But, no, I mean... How could you expect uh, a company that is in business to do business, to give a shit about artistic integrity or the the devout, you know?
2: Because, yeah, I think we have to, we sometimes, we all know that Watchmen's a badass story and and a great comic, but we also, I think, sometimes forget that it's not just a successful book business-wise, it's... Like the equivalent of Superman to every other every other comic being a a, a oh, yeah. human being i mean you know again it's for three years in a row it's been the by a country mile top selling book in the bookstores i mean a comic book in the bookstores so I mean again it's it's just a ma- and you know you figure it's been in the it 's been a massive seller in the in, in, for what twenty what twenty two years now twenty one years i mean so so it's just been That's a long i mean time. I, so exactly, Vince. Like, I can—that's un- why I say I can understand why the suits would be thinking: Is there a way we can capitalize on the Watchmen brand? Like, I—it I, makes—it's perfectly logical. But as a fan, yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's cringeworthy.
4: I well, mean, I mean, I mean, and and, and the suits are going to be that way. But you know, this is where hopefully Dan Dio, in his position that he has at DC, is like, okay, we will appease the the bean counters. But you know what? This is artistically something that that we need to be very conscious of of. Protecting and 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 you know, you know I I've, I don't know quite how to put it, but I think that's on I think that's on the mm-hmm. Do to to say okay we have to do this right if we're going to do it.
2: Well, it's fascinating yeah, that it's the Do would be it. Yeah, it would be fascinating to see that the Do is in charge of it because, you know, for uh, DC all of DC's success in the book market, and they kick Marvel's ass in the book market. Um, it's it's it has nothing. Oh, said, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, DC kicks Marvel's ass in the book market, but it, it has nothing to do with the deal. Because D- D- the deal, unlike Casada, the deal has no purview over Vertigo. He has no purview over their collected editions. And really, it's it's been, it's Watchmen and Vertigo that 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 give DC their theory numerous, uh, <laughs> Yeah, you, you, the th- you think
4: you think Dan might want to have? That's what I'm saying. Like I can see him. Right, right, Jack. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. He would. He wants
2: to. I have think that it was it
0: was worded as it's his pet project. Now I don't know if he's. Mm-hmm. You know, in charge of it, but it did say "pet project," and sure. uh, I can't—I can't wait for the Broadway musical. That's going to be awesome.
4: Uh, hey, wa- watch from the musical would be awesome. Oh hey, no! Be- before no. I know, we got a lot of uh, comics to talk about, but
2: yeah. um, since this was kind of uh, broached as an uh, anthology, I just wanted to give a quick shout out because I gave—I uh, gave our our our. Uh, our buddy and and, uh, and forum uh, community member, uh, William Joseph Dunn, some shit uh, playfully yeah, we a, week, a
1: week ago. Yes. You guilted
0: yes. him. You guilted yes. him yes. is what That's you did. And,
2: yeah, and he wrote me back that day being like, oh, I got something for you. And I felt really bad. I said, no, I'm, I don't want anything. I'm only really kidding you. And then, um, but whether whether he had it in works or not, um, yeah, I got uh, today sitting for me when I got home in the mail was um, uh, the Activate Primer. Um, You're here. Oh, You suck. Yeah. yeah, which is yeah. awesome because I am, as I've talked about many times on the show, I'm, I'm anthology crazy, and this is actually one I hadn't picked up yet. I really had been meaning to, and I was waiting for the con season to do so. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, so 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 thank you so much, William. It's I can't wait to read it. I'm, it's right at the top of my stack over the it format, and uh, and it's book. actually signed with a little head sketch by uh, by uh, Dean haspill, So you uh, oh come on, are you so, serious? Yeah, so Dino so, signed it. Yep, yeah, so huge 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 God, thanks damn. to to uh to 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 win it's it's I'm, really really thoughtful of him and, and I'm, I'm i'm actually humbled i mean it's a very it's a beautiful hardcover yeah, and, and it's signed it's like it's it's just way too much almost but but i i may read it and then give it away as a prize for something because i feel bad to keep it it's just i'll be a, in that
0: contest let me um, tell you m- am i mr. eligible mr
4: no. dunn sent me a little
0: present oh. as well oh. what'd you get what you got
4: he sent me a really awesome original graphic novel from um, Shadowline, which you guys Shadowline's they, putting out some pretty cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, they put out some stuff. You ain't down. lying. Uh-huh. got right Um, he sent me uh, "Parade with Fireworks" by oh, uh, nice. Mike Cavallaro, and uh, I read it. I absolutely loved it. And uh, um, I was going to talk about it later in the show, but it, um, um. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's beautifully drawn, beautifully illustrated and colored. Uh, it's, you don't think, you know, Shadowline, Shadowline continues to amaze me in the variety of comics that they, that they put out. And I was talking to, uh, to Norton about this, this past weekend and I never realized how much Jim Valentino was a, a comics guy. I mean, Valentino mm-hmm. is Crazy about comics, all comics, comics. and that's You're freaking up like Vince. Yes, well, well, I mean you know Jim Valentino, probably the Vince B of of publishers.
0: I agree. He, with, well, at Image, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: He, yeah. he, I mean, this is the guy that uh, apparently he's the bad crazy one. Uh, he will like the smooth and sexy just, one. Just. Just, ah, a little bit of both. You know, tr- trumpet, <laughs> um, uh, mini comics, and yep. create our own comics of all sorts. He is the indie comic guy of all of the Image guys, hmm. and and that's isn't why you. Doing
2: see- the um, isn't Shadowline doing the uh, the kids graphic yep. novels too, like the yeah. uh, the Blue Bruce and all that? Yeah,
4: Kay. yeah. But um, Parade with Fireworks is this. Really awesome story, uh, takes place in 1923 Italy, and, um, a- as I'm reading it, it, it reminded me so much of the great parts of Godfather 2 with De Niro, that, uh, you know, just that, that sliver in time of, of Italy, uh, and this is really more the, the rise of fascism in, in Italy, and it takes this one, um, uh, Th- this one guy and this one kind of moment in his life that that kind of paints this broad picture of what life in italy in in the mid twenties and moving into you know post world war one and and the rise of fascism was like, and so you take this one guy in this one moment and it paints this beautiful picture of of what life was like there and it was It was fantastic I absolutely. Absolutely loved it, and it's uh, once again it's Parade with Fireworks by Mike Cavallero and it's by uh, Shadowline. So yeah. go go,
0: awesome. go check that out. When you so. said the comics guy at Image, I was going to say yeah, with an X, comics. Yeah, because yeah. because yeah. he's yeah. he's yeah. the indie he's the indie of the indie dudes mm-hmm. over there, and a I had, no, I had no
4: idea. I had no idea. He
0: was and, the oh, yeah.
4: Only one when
3: when when Image was founded, he was the only one that I looking at the seven of them, the only one that had any real experience the only one that i could see even though his style was completely different than everybody else's yeah he was the only one that i felt had the clout that that they'd be able to pull it off because of his experience because they i just felt like they were he was there basically for his knowledge i mean i got a huge kick out of shadowhawk when it first started mm-hmm. and me too yeah back in the day with 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 normal man and i mean it was and 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 a, yeah, you know, Vince loved his but, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. Oh, me too. Oh hell yeah. But didn't
0: but, didn't you get the feeling with um, Shadow Hawk that he was just going through the motions a little bit because trying yeah, to it, it was,
3: keep up with the other kids? With right, the other guys. right. It, it yeah, was absolutely. so
0: far removed from Normal yeah, Man. I mean, yeah. Normal Man is yeah. indie. That's get your fingers yes. dirty indie. And then he did Shadowhawk? Hawk. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> I can play too. But then after that, he brought it back around, and and you know, and did more personal. Yeah. at Image. Well, and the-
2: I seem to recall from that, that Image book that uh, Tomorrow's put out, I, I yep. could be misremembering because it's been a while since I read it, but I seem to recall in Valentino's chapters where he's interviewed, he talks about where he freely admits that that he felt almost compelled to put something out because the other guys were all, you know, getting such a massive buzz and the sales were so astronomical right out of the gates that he was really put upon to do something. And yeah, Shadowhawk was really just sort of something he just kind of threw out there because it was, he had right. to get something and it was there and he had the idea in his mind already. So, yeah, I don't, I don't even, I think it, he's pretty much owned up to that even if I'm, unless I'm misremembering, but I do seem to recall that, that component of, of his history there, you know, but
3: yeah. the uh, but before we move on, because since we were given Mr. Dunn major props, uh, my, Activate Primer included a uh, a nice note with a, a pretty kick-ass head sketch of uh, of Robot Man done in the uh, Brave and the Bold style.
5: Oh,
0: beautiful. Sweet. Beautiful. Really yes. Yeah. Sweet.
4: I got an awesome uh, um, Captain Cold sketch.
3: Nice.
2: Yeah. Man, it's so nice of him. It's just,
0: He's awesome. My, he is.
2: my wife said to me, she's like, you know, you have these little pockets of universe where you're like quasi famous and you get things. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, I'm like it's, well, it's, I wouldn't
0: it's, go that far. Dude. No,
2: I said to her, I'm like, it <laughs> just shows you what kind of universe we live in these days where everyone has <laughs> their little, little places of, 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 uh, of, of non anonymity, right? It's like. It, uh, it's, it's
0: Warhol's famous for 15 minutes transformed it. into Exactly. Famous, fam- good, good, no, famous good, 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 with yeah. 15 people. Yeah. yeah I
4: like 15, it. Me, 15 yeah. megabytes. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> 15 megabytes of fame. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now. Very thoughtful. It's always, it's always oh, like so humbling when someone. Yeah. I was, something. I was blown away was just, and, yeah. and, and it gave me, you know, a nice, a nice 45 minutes of, of enjoyment reading this. And, uh, it was a great, mm-hmm. uh, great story. And so, so, so thank you. Thank you very much,
0: Mr. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You yes. betcha. Now it's time for apologies. It's no, apology no. time. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh background background? shit. Here
4: we go. Chris, this is where you have can like step out and sad... take Georgia for a walk. Can I go? Can I grab you, go grab a beer?
1: Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Yeah.
4: Go. Go take Georgia for a walk. <laughs> you know, I actually want to get in on this conversation, but I am going to go grab a drink. So I'll be right back. Go. Go
0: get a beer. A couple episodes back, I maybe was a a little bit unfair. No. Maybe maybe a little a little. Yeah, I was harsh on Siege number 1, I guess. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. doesn't change, it doesn't change the fact... So I, much so
3: that it carried over into the form, into the
2: thread. But which, uh, I, I just want to point out which level-headed members of this uh talked you down, though. Who, who you talked did, you did, you
0: I think it was David. Um,
2: David Woods.
0: As a first issue, it's still yeah, it pretty shabby, but I have to say, when compared to the second issue... I, I think the quality of the, of the story, of the narrative, of the writing, improved a thousand percent, even though David claims that's not possible. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's impossible. It, it's magic, it uh, it's really. Strange. Siege number two was, as Wood said in his PM today, it was bananas, <laughs> all cash. Ugh, it was <laughs> great, banana. a great issue. And there are pieces in the second issue that work really well, not on their own, but because they have a counterpoint in the first issue. Like yeah. you have cap caps um, bolstering of the troops, that goes very well with what Ares awesome. did in the oh, first dude, issue. That, how uh,
2: much do you think that that two page spreads going for? I don't know. My God, yeah. dude, I'm thinking about two three grand at least. Yeah, but oh, it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I, I, so I have to say, Mr. Bendis, I'm a l I'm a little a little sorry for little sorry. for <laughs> tapping your ass like I did. Um, you 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 done good with number two, real good.
2: Um, real, real, real good.
0: Yeah, and spoilers for anybody who hasn't read it, who hasn't read it already, um, which is
2: going to be a lot of people because it came out today. We're recording, and you're gonna all right. Out. Should we? Should we? Should we not get into specifics? Morning, the way you edit, so
0: yeah, we, we won't get into specifics. But this was everything I expected Wait, from the first. You don't want to
4: spoil it. Everybody no, I'll spoil be. It. Just ever, 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 it. Are you talking about Siege Two? It's the
0: beer yeah, by the way. It's. it's it's I mean we can. I mean, anybody it's who much, wanted to read it, shit. everyone's well, gonna.
3: That, and everyone's gonna. cracking up. Yeah, everyone's
4: going to have read this by tomorrow. It's come on, because oh, yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, normally well, okay, that wouldn't be the case, but, but comics online. Yeah. Oh. Pff, pff, that's the price oh, you fucking pay. Oh, uh, all right. Well, my MP3
3: player has a pause button, so it's all good.
4: Blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, Vince, <laughs> "Vince is uh, scratching up a bit." Let's let's pause for a second. Station
3: identification.
1: Yeah. Pause it. Oh, obviously. Well, actually,
2: you know what? While while uh, while we're while we're fixing our technical difficulties, let me just take a little moment to um, talk really quickly about my uh, my evening I spent last Friday. Now, Woodrow, on a normal Friday, I'm an old married man, 35 years old, got three kids. Normally, my Friday is head on home from work. Tuck the kids in, have a little dinner, hang out with the wife a little bit, you know, just chill. But every now and then, you know, a friend graces me with their presence, and I get to maybe relive some of my more youthful times. Such was the case this past Friday, when none other than Mr. David, don't call me the king, A. Price, was in New York City. He was in Gotham for some uh, work training. And uh, as we alluded to last week, we had agreed to uh, meet up. And uh, what some of our listeners may not know is is in spite of this being 94 episodes of, to the show uh, and David becoming a, a very a very good and dear friend of mine over the last few years, this was actually the first time we had met in person. And, wow, uh, was it and, really? Yeah. yeah, and so David and I met up uh, for dinner and drinks uh, in the city on Friday night, and uh, it was not uh, just a dynamic duo. It was a, a terrific trio. We had um, uh, we had Alan, uh, a.k.a. New Mutant, join us yes. as well. And uh, I, I don't know about David, but I had a fucking blast. It was I absolutely awesome to meet him in person. Done. David is way
4: taller than I thought he would be. Uh, For some reason, he expected to be a troll. He's a big <laughs> fucker, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's definitely... Yeah, he's, oh, in he's, he's, oh, case people want to know, I am by far the shortest guy.
2: Yeah, or bar, are, yeah, yeah you are. Yeah. Um, and uh it was terrific, man. I got there and Alan and David were already there and we went to this uh this, this burger joint Five Napkin Burger and uh had some juicy burgers and uh Alan uh, sniffed his first pickle. Tuscan fries. And, uh we had Tuscan <laughs> fries and uh it was badass, man. I had a great time. We could have been there a lot
3: a lot longer, but we, we all still would up. be there if uh if the wait staff wasn't nudging us out. Yeah,
2: for sure,
0: oh, for sure.
3: I'm so jealous.
2: It was great though, man. So, I, I, David, it was really great meeting you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm psyched here, that we dude. finally got to. Uh, so hang out yeah.
0: I'm jealous um, too. I would like to hang with Alan. Come on, that like, been
2: awesome. Oh, nice oh, shit. Well
4: I'm, th- I'm, throwing, I'm throwing it out there just just be, because I think the pressure needs to be thrown on by by everyone out there. Um, you guys are coming to Chicago in April, right? Sure. I'm I'm
2: I totally expect to. I just like I said, I, I have to absolutely lock it down. But I I don't see why I wouldn't. I don't.
0: We we gotta lock up the doors and put out the lights on AC right.
2: I know. you need help, AC's final. You have us at. We're one of four podcasts that are invited to to have a table. You, mm-hmm. you, it's AC's going away party. Yeah, um, there's going to be like a thousand people we know from the show and friends that I get to see. Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's the first year of uh, a new MegaCon, so I don't yeah. see how I am not going to be there. I just I can't say for sure. Like if the market, if we go into another Great Depression between now and then, I am not going. But but if yeah. uh,
4: that won't I, happen, Obama yeah.
2: baby, yeah, you
4: know, yeah,
0: you know, we're,
4: we're, we're calling this the uh, <laughs> we're calling it the uh, uh, put a fucking nail in it party. Awesome, awesome.
0: let's put that fire out with a blowtorch. Okay, mm-hmm. can we talk about Siege Number Two a little bit? Let's yeah. do it. All right, the thing that immediately won me over was the. The, the depth the scope of that initial two page battle when when uh, Balder and Ares were, were going at it and you can so s- kick ass, right? you can see all the way almost all across Asgard with the hammer Helicarriers in the background and you got Hawkeye kicking ass and and it's it's just an amazing page but the thing that that said to me all right different tone look at the body language on Heimdall. Uh, as he's struggling, oh, I know, right? He's yeah, he's using his cane, yeah. his yep. his his sword as a cane. Yep. What the hell could knock Hymdal down like that? I mean, I unbelievable! And then the the switch was flipped. Um, himdall alerted and Balder to a certain extent yep. alerted uh, Ares, Edumated. Ares, Edumated that, Ares that uh, his balf was not completely uh, altruistic and in the right and, and bamboozled his <laughs> way.
4: No, it it was just funny of the. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, the guy who's been a huge villain forever, yeah, he's kind of been jerking you around. Yeah. And it was like. Dumbass. It was like, as as Ares realized it, it's like the rest of the Marvel Universe realized it's like, yeah, this guy, kind of an asshole. Well, dude, my favorite, honestly, I mean, there were some
2: really phenomenal uh, visuals in this book, but I think my favorite panel was the one of. After Heemdal and Balder make errors, realize his his mistake, and it just zooms in on his eyes. Oh, and yeah. One word is Osborne. Osborne. And I'm like, oh,
3: shit, it's on now. <laughs> it's on to the break of dawn, y'all. Uh, and, it in front Osborne, and then Osborne's like, yeah, well, that's, that's too bad. I, I admired you. And then, yeah, he's like, I played you like a fiddle, bitch.
0: Oh. Yeah. Well, you can call me the front runner in the Perv Olympics, but I love the fact that. Um, Mr. Qu- Quappel, Quappel takes enough uh, care and um well, I don't know what the word is, but he goes as far as to draw puffy nipples on Ms. Marvel. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you not could not. just you can get away with it just yeah, drawing a boob. Right. just draw the boob, but no, he gives her puffy nipples. Oh, <laughs> <hot> <laughs> is that? how
4: hot Except is that? I'm that? so glad I, that that tipped the scales for
2: you. <laughs> no, 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 mean, no. I'm just that's just.
0: That's just the icing on the cake.
2: Nude. I think when I see that, that the penciler like drew her nude, and then told me the oh, yeah. like yeah, then, we'll, <laughs> put clothes on her. You never know.
0: But as we all knew, no, it would happen. Thor is not weird. down for long, you know. Uh, and and there's a there's a throwdown that goes on. I'm not going to get into it because you need to experience this. This is this is balls out. A great on, issue.
4: everybody's read it, Vince. Let's okay. be honest. It was uh,
0: it, crazy. A Bob single, goes nuts. A
4: single issue. It's one of the best event single issues in a long
2: time. I yeah, I, got, yeah, I, have I, mean, it, I
0: have to agree. I it, have to agree with it. It's
4: got it's got all the moments and, every, you know, even the even the Sentry, eviscerating, tearing yeah. Aries in half, was a great moment. Mm-hmm. Not because you're rooting for century, but as soon as I saw that, it's like thank God. Because somebody is gonna fuck him up. Yeah. Yes. Well, now I
2: don't know how many, how many of you guys are reading Endor or are caught up on Dark Avengers. Not right. I. No. I well, the only one that shit. Well, the reason I bring it up because Century has been the last few issues have focused on him, and uh, I, is it, we're doing a little spoilers. Is it okay if I say something yeah, about?
7: Yeah, sure.
0: Okay.
2: Um, is it okay, David? I know you. I, I know you can't no, yeah, sure. no, no.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, who's he? Um, the the
3: uh-huh. big thing about the last
2: few <laughs> issues of Dark Avengers is that. that. um uh they've been up against molecule man you know mm. and um basically molecule man is doing what he do which is basically he's pretty much a god right he can control molecules um and and victoria hand who's osborn's right hand woman is the one that kind of talks him down by saying listen we can't beat you we're not going to try, you you know, you can the universe is at your whim, whatever you want happens so I'm not going to try and beat you, we'll give you this place where you're at, just, you know bring everybody back to life that you killed, and then it's yours, whatever, and he goes for that but like, whatever, but, but Sentry, like, is hearing him talk, and Sentry flips out and kills Molecule Man, and he realizes, he himself has same power as a molecule man which is that he can control his he can control his universe he can control his universe to down to the molecule and he's like I've never realized before that that's my power and he realizes this and he fucking destroys the molecule man and like reshapes reality and all of a sudden like Victoria Hand is like to Osborne you got a big problem, and then you know, uh, Carlos Sofan's like, you got a real big problem, and Norman's like, I really do have a big problem.
0: right okay, now. Okay, so eh. let me just ask you. Let me just ask yeah. this question: If if he can control his universe right down to the molecule, why can't he keep the void under wraps?
2: Well, see, that's the thing. Like, well, because I don't know. He's, he's a bitch. bitch. Yeah, but see, see that's it. the thing that's, is that that, that is doesn't, that doesn't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> I at first I read Dark Avengers and thought, well, that must be like a different than but Bendis is writing Dark Avengers and he's running this. So it's gonna have to come into play, right? I mean obviously right. he, he wouldn't be timing Century coming to that realization in Dark Avengers which he writes too if he wasn't planning on using it with the Siege. But I guess the point is is that the Siege may ultimately be about getting rid of or some realization with the Sentry because now the Sentry realizes that he's not only... He already was, arguably, as powerful as anyone else because he had, like, what, the power of a thousand suns or whatever. But now the Sentry realizes that he is, in fact, pretty much a god, like, more so than any god. And I think we see that in Siege number two, right, which is what yeah. he does to Eretz. But, but he really can control... Whatever he wants to happen will happen. And I think that's that's probably important. Sentry C- I'm gonna-
4: is not making it out of
2: no. Siege alive.
0: No, I'm going to make a prediction. Issue three is going to be Thor versus the Sentry, and Thor's going to screw him up to the point where the Void is going to get loose. Issue four is going to be everybody versus the Void, and the Void will consume Norman Osborn before you know, they you, before they take you it out. You know about
4: this, uh, about this. You know, okay, uh, you go with your theory, and then I'll follow right. with mine. Even though I That's think it. it's the same thing. Okay. What if what if Miracle Man's in play? I doubt it. Nah, nah. nah. That. Yeah, it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be Ares' son. Oh, oh Phobos. Yep. Well, Sentry really? so is a scaredy cat. He's a bitch, so he might get scared of yep. Phobos. Oh, yeah, he and, and, look and, too they, and they scared here. Well, no, no they, he doesn't. Well, they, <laughs> he doesn't. They, they they really foreshadowed that in this issue right. with Phobos talking to with uh, Fury, and that was would not that a great Nick Fury moment when 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 Phobos yep. is trying to to scare Nick, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like he's like kid. There, there ain't nothing you can show me that's gonna that, that I ain't seen, yeah. which, was, which was fucking awesome. But it's going to be Phobos that's, that's going to take Sentry down.
2: Have you guys read Secret Warriors number 10, which is like a couple months ago? So it was like two or three months ago. Have no. you read that? No. Well, you know, Phobos is part of Nick Fury's team, the right. Secret Warriors. Yeah. And, and for the last, like, probably six months, like, Ares has been in and out of that book because Ares now knows that Phobos is part of Nick's team, but he's kind of given – Nick space because he knows that it's probably good form whatever well in ten um, it 's pretty much a standalone issue between Ares and Phobos where uh, Phobos i guess Phob- uh, i don 't know if you guys read the Ares miniseries that came out a couple years ago, yeah, but that 's where we established the, that Ares had a, a human son who's now Phobos and uh, and he wasn 't really a demigod like he was a human son, and what happened was is um when Mikibashi who's the uh, you know the god killer yep. when he when he killed um Ares's father um Zeus. Yeah, Zeus. Uh, it, 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 it Part of that, what happens there kind of makes uh, Ares' son, who's a human, it, it become a demigod. Like, But it was accidental. It wasn't supposed to happen. So technically, he's not supposed to be a god. And because of that, Ares says, listen, I know you're only ten and I know all this, but you're not supposed to be a god, so you have to go before this god council and answer to them. And if they think you're worthy, you're going to be a god for real. If they think you're not worthy, you're going to be dead. But you know, no, don't worry about it. You'll you'll do what you got to do. And so he goes before this council, and it's like Baldur and uh, some other like pan- some gods from different pantheons, or whatever. And 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 Phobos- you know earns himself as, he's so he's a god now but what's awesome is that in in that book and it's just, it just came out I think like 3 months ago Ares says to Phobos cuz Phobos is like why well, remember killing you cuz they have a flashback he's like you did kill me he's like we're gods god he's like gods come and go we die and we're reborn and he says to and and when Phobos gets the approval from the gods to that okay you're you're good you're going to be a god Ares says to him well you're not going to really be a god until you die because that's the last step. You have to die and be reborn as all gods are. Mm-hmm. And then I just thought that was cool because I had read that like a couple of weeks ago. And then here you have in Siege 2 what happens to Ares. So, I mean, you know Ares is going to be back. But I think it's very – it was for good foreshadowing on the part of, of, of him that, that, you know, that's what gods do there. You know, Thor too, right? You, they, all the Norse gods died in Ragnarok and then they come back. That's yeah. what these
0: gods they do. do. They
4: die. Oh, oh a- Ares isn't gone.
0: No, they have books in the works that are coming out after this with Ares. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, the back to the the double page ripping scene, you you know that the it's an intense moment when you can give guys like Bullseye and Venom and the Taskmaster pause. You know the the eyebrows is like yeah. wait a minute. Oh, These guys are yeah. hardcore. Like our yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, when, I mean, when, when a god is ripped in half, I mean, you're going to stop and admire for a second. Well, think
2: about that, right? (laughs) Or shit your pants. I hope that (laughs) that
4: people that are reading this that don't have a
2: lot of history with, like, the god characters that maybe didn't read it. like, I mean, he ripped Ares in half, like, that's not something that should be able to happen, because like, these are, like, Ares is right on, he's right on par with Thor, like, he's yep, he's man. literally, like, a near omnipotent, he, like, and he got ripped in half, like, you would yeah, never so see Thor be he ripped in the, half. He's
4: the guy of war, he's the guy of war. That's what I mean, like, he ripped yeah.
2: him in half, like he was a human, like a, like a little punk human, like he was Vince. <laughs> hey, I'm, oh, see,
0: you gotta go, I was being nice, and now you gotta take me down. Again,
4: Sentry um, is going down.
0: Oh,
6: of course. And,
4: and, and I want people, Who's gonna take him I- down? Well, well, this is the thing. I want Jesus. people to remember that Tom Caters has has a hundred dollar bounty out for whatever writer kills Sentry. So I'm thinking that Tom needs to to start writing in Bendis's name for a hundred dollar check. To uh, to oh, for- you
0: mean he's going to pay. The writer yes. that oh yeah. nice yeah
4: he's gonna pay whatever writer kills Sentry hundred dollars wow very it's funny cool that Tom would hate the Sentry so much because he, he doesn't read Avengers very often so I wouldn't think no would. no no Tom Tom reads Avengers he he loves Mighty Avengers it, it's it, we got tired like, man, so t- so tired. Of Sentry just being a crying little bitch.
0: See, that's and, that doesn't work with the Sentry as well as insanoid Paul Jenkins Sentry. That works really well.
4: Yeah, that, yeah. that was. See, I mean, okay, Sentry is not a Marvel character. Marvel character. No, char- no it, it just he doesn't he doesn't fit the the Marvel U in that
0: too powerful. He's well, let's He is. I mean, he, he, he is, is a, he is
2: a derivative of Miracle Man, but. I mean, not to say they're going to work. That, that the fact that they own Miracle Man now, they're not going to make that work. But I'm saying he was. I mean, the Century miniseries is basically the Miracle Man so- story modernized. But I yeah. mean,
4: o- o- outside outside of Marvel Cosmic, Marvel doesn't operate with with absolute powers, and Sentry doesn't fit in what in what Marvel usually does. It's there, there's. Um, and It's just not. It's yeah, just. I don't not. know, though. Like, but well, well,
2: you say that, but then, like, I mean, has Thor ever? I mean, I don't like. I, I, I think they have their you own.
4: Know. So, well, and that. Well, see, Thor was always at the top of the power scale. Right. It was always like, who's stronger, Thor or Hulk? I mean, it's. Right. Well, exactly. you know I mean? and And you just said it. Sentry just ripped Ares in half, and Ares yeah. was basically on on the same power scale as, as Thor. So I mean, we're getting really fucking nerdy here. Yeah, not to be but, nerdy,
2: but would you guys have a problem with? See, I, like I know what Vince is saying about this going be Thor versus Sentry. Not to be, it's going to sound super nerdy, but I mean, hell, we're comic fans. It would kind of bother me if like Thor goes up against Sentry toe-to-toe and like doesn't get hurt. Because it's like, okay, if Sentry can rip Ares in pieces, why can't he fuck Thor up? Oh, I mean, but it's not
0: just going to be, I mean, Thor is going to spearhead the attack. But as we've seen with the last page, it's going to be Cap and in the distance, not too far away is going to be Tony. See, well, this
2: right, is what, because what the of that fuck case. is Cap going to do to Sentry? Yeah, nothing.
4: I mean,
3: Not he's Sentry.
4: a fucking human being. That, that's, no. why, that's why it's got to be Phobos. That's
2: why it was because, badass when Fury yeah. was like, listen, you got to, to his people, he's like, don't, you know, when he was briefing the people, he was like, don't engage the Sentry. He's like, right. you can't beat him. You won't Seriously. If, he's if like, Bruce don't Wayne, be here you cannot beat him.
0: If Bruce Wayne can imip- manipulate Superman, Cap can manipulate the Sentry.
2: Difference. Difference, though.
0: The, what, what's difference?
2: It's well, first be Phobos. All, Superman has, a, Superman has a weakness, which is kryptonite.
0: So does the Sentry. What is his weakness? And, and, it's, and it's leaking out of him right now. Oh, the void, you mean? Yeah.
4: So it's okay. the fact yeah, that bad. Bad. That's his weakness. Yeah.
0: And, you know, and I really like the Daken? fact... Oh, yeah. Crispy. <laughs> what? Dakken. When, when, uh, when <laughs> Thor brought down the pain... Oh, my
2: God. That he jacks up like nobody's <laughs> kidding. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no, that was best. I want to buy that page.
0: But unfortunately, he's probably not out of the game. I think this would have been a nice way to, to clean up the, the the crap characters like Sentry. Well, the, the the characters that have become crap, crap. like like Daken. You don't need two Wolverines. Well, three. The, the,
4: the, the, vo- the void the void is going to emerge, and he's going to suck in all of the shit. White Dakin and that would be very cool. Concept
0: you know, how dope
4: was it yeah. when Jarvis hands Steve the
0: briefcase? Yeah. Oh,
2: dude.
1: If, if, very if, nice. If it's very total nice. geek out moment and, right there. And,
3: and I'd love to see more Maria Hill when this is over. Oh yeah, a Yo, lot more. here's bazooka out. Holy <laughs> shit. No.
2: I, I, thought, I, I, speaking I, always, I, I thought of Julian Lytle. I was like, I know he's probably not going to read this, but the dude would go balls but the ch- chick's dropping bazooka blasts on people. She's, yeah. she's in a pickup truck. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> God. The
0: only
4: thing
2: Blast. that
0: could make that better from, for him would, would be if it was Jubilee with the missile on it. Yeah, but I
4: am. <laughs> I have become I have become a big Maria Hill fan.
0: Yeah. Ooh, guys. And why is that, Chris? Why? Because Bendis writes her well.
4: You know, it, give the man his props. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's she is turned into a really fun character, yep. and uh, yeah, she she's kind of I I I love the Nick Fury mm-hmm. Maria Hill relationship, and 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 especially her with Tony. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she's a great character. Hey, eleven
5: o'clockers, this is Garrick, aka G Dog, calling. I was listening to your best of the year, best of the 2009 show, and I heard Chris touch on the subject of, uh, in the I guess as Sal Abenanti would say, the biggest dry hump of the year. One of them being digital comics, and you guys discussed it a little bit. And I just wanted to chime in and uh, bring my thoughts. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers, but I'd say oh, early 2007 or so. Uh, Chris and crew on Around Comics did an entire episode about digital comics and digital distribution. And in that, uh, in the feedback for that episode, I left a forum post that was really long drawn out about all the mistakes that the comic companies are going to make before or if they ever straighten out digital comics. That was, if you could say, three years ago almost. And pretty much line for line, word for word, everything I posted there, has come true. While I think the forum was reset since then, uh, the post might not be there anymore, uh, some of the points are true. The They're uh, still valid. The companies never settled on a format that they would agree on, which means every company, the way you get it, is different. So one company will do a file format. Another company will do a separate file format. A third one, you have to read it through a browser, things like that. Another problem is, they DRM their stuff all the hell, which means you can't read. Like I think with Marvel, it's assigned to that computer, and if you try and read the comics that you're paying to read on another computer, it doesn't let you. Um, other problems, they not taking ebook readers into account. They are putting issues that really no one cares about up to read instead of things they want. The selection is completely... Random. It's missing issues for no good reason other than to piss you off and make you not want to pay them for more product. So these are lessons that the music industry learned several years ago, actually, with Apple making the uh, taking the plunge with iTunes, and they don't do DRM anymore on iTunes, and like Walmart.com doesn't do their own proprietary uh, file format for music anymore and just all this nonsense that the comic industry has been doing for like the past two years at least the music industry has learned from the video industry the home theater industry is starting to um get their act together but uh, until comic industry realizes that just put a few month delay on the books that come out offer them on the website to be read on any device you can conceivably want because really it's just a well, you know, save as, file type, boom, you can do it. Until they get this through their heads that that's how they're going to make money, they're going to keep making these stupid mistakes and you're going to need three different pieces of software, eight different log-ins, um, a computer dedicated to reading it, hopefully a laptop so you can take it with you, and all kinds of other nonsensical bullshit for digital comics will get where every other medium seems to be getting, which is actually fucking usable. So... Uh, I love the show and hope you play it. Thanks, bye. Bendis is not a bad writer.
4: I give him yeah. such a hard time. Mm-hmm. That's on, because on you always
0: go up. after the top dog. You know, it's, it's the way it works. Well,
4: I don't know. It's kind of like the sports analogy. It's like if you're going to be the superstar, it's like you know, if you're going to be Albert Pujols, you know, when you strike, <laughs> Pujols. <Poo-hole.
1: laughs>
0: Now, Change but, uh, your name, buddy. Change for, it.
2: For your sports impaired, Albert Pujols is a, Chris's beloved St. Louis Cardinal, and he's, he's the, best the best player in baseball. Player yeah. Is his
0: name really Pujol? Pujols.
2: <laughs> Pujols. All right. How old are okay. you? Okay. I'll, Brett Barr.
1: You know, okay. If you're,
2: oh, pay- Chris, speaking of that, though, uh, just as a little foreshadowing, there will be, uh, for those listening that care, there will be a 11 o'clock uh, fantasy baseball league this year. Uh, Chris and I, right. I will set oh, it up it, cool. and, uh, and we'll have the details. It will uh, probably be, like, next month when uh, when the stuff goes live. I, I want to be Albert asses. All
4: right, fuck you, Ben.
2: I'm
6: sorry, But,
4: sorry. but what, I'm, what I'm saying is that whenever you're a superstar, you have to perform like a superstar. And whenever you don't... It, I mean that pressure is that pressure is on you, and that brings me. Well, are mm. we still talking about siege?
0: Yeah, I just want to say one yeah. more thing. All right, still before we about get into siege. it, no, because just one more I wanna,
4: because then I want to talk about Avengers.
0: I just like the 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 scene with Cap and Bucky. That was very nice, passing of the torch. Bucky slash Elvis. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, yeah. But no, it, it was great that that he condescended... con not condescended. condescended he uh, <laughs> he deferred to the master. He knows, I mean, I'm, we all know that Bucky's yeah. going to be in the role, but I think this is Cap's last big brouhaha until they find something else to do with him. Maybe Director of S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe something else. But it, all in all, you can't knock this issue. It's gravy, all of it. It's pretty. It is, and it's and it's well-written, well, well written too. I'm going to sleep with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm going to sleep with it. I'm going to pet it. Chris, you want to talk about Avengers?
4: All right. So, this is my sports analogy of the evening.
0: Okay, another one.
4: It was announced that, um, Avengers number one is, is going to be, um, Bendis and, and JRJR, J-R, yeah. JRJR. J-R, 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 which is very cool. I'm excited about that. I'll read it. I'll, you know, pick it up, all that. Hell yeah. Um, my, my one trepidation with this, and I was talking with Sal about this at work, and he had a very good point, is that with the heroic age, we have a a great opportunity for a changing of the guard, especially with uh, with Marvel's front line titles. Of, and we know that that Bendis is in the driver's seat. He's the lead writer for for Marvel, and that's okay. I, I think that that Bendis has done a fine job doing what he's done. But I, th- I think we can all agree that his Avengers story started with Avengers disassembled and is supposed to kind of end with-, with Siege, right? right. Is that, is that kind of the idea?
0: I would assume, yes.
4: Then why is that, he... That's wh- that cycle. Okay. He then, may have another I, cycle in him. Then why is he writing Avengers number one?
0: That's another cycle. He gets to not only finish the chapter that he started, right. but start a new one. Here,
4: here here's my sports analogy, and okay. I just lost David and Vince on this one, but oh, yeah. but Jay, but Jason is sticking with me. I lost half of our listeners. Um, the Avengers and Bendis are the Green Bay Packers and Brett Favre. They, 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 they it, it's time. It's time to pass the torch to another writer, but it's going to be hard because fans of uh, there's going to be a lot of very vocal fans that aren't going to be appreciative no matter what happens, and there's no easy way to do it. But it, it, it's time for someone else to write the Avengers.
0: Maybe the plan is to do what they do now. Oh, hi, Jason.
4: <laughs> what, what, up, did you, what he went to hey, shit or up?
0: something? No, I he was wasn't just here. Fucking
4: talking about
0: you? I god know. damn it! That's why no, he didn't sorry, say anything. He would have said fuck right? <laughs> no, my son. Um, okay. well, no, what, no, sorry.
2: my my son, my, uh, my oldest son woke up, so I had to just. Oh, okay. Well, what well, I no, was no, saying okay. was, no, the, well, he's got to hear what I just said because. he Sorry, yeah, I I just had to. I couldn't. You're I couldn't say I had to bounce because he was
0: no, standing. No, no, no. That's fine. Well, you people well, are listening well, at home, amuse yourself while Chris gets uh, Jason well, up well, to well,
4: snuff. Well, dude, what I was saying is that the Avengers with Avengers one, Bendis, and and you can cut this out. Vince. No, no. Is that is that real? The the Avengers and and Bendis right now are the sports equivalent of the Green Bay Packers and Brett Favre. They need to make a break, but it's no one knows how to do it. Oh, you're saying it would be great for the Avengers to relaunch without Bendis at the helm? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch the heroic age and it, and it's you're gonna relaunch the title and 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 do something different with it, then then why do you have the same quarterback? And and I'm not well, saying that Bendis has been a bad quarterback, but you know if you're gonna if you're gonna relaunch it, fucking relaunch it. What what's if do? It's going to be a different?
2: sports analogy. I'll compare it to the 2008 and 9 uh, Yankees who you know the Yankees uh, always been a powerhouse hadn't won a world series in 7 years basically won it with the same core vets like Jeter and Mariano with some other new people i mean i, I still think bendis had a good story so to tell, so you're saying again, that
4: the event the avengers need to buy themselves into a fucking championship well
0: the
2: beauty of comics is you can have any budget you want so i mean i you okay. put a the coolest group of
4: characters together i still think like you said okay. bendis is a you character. know i hear like, I, I hear Ditko is a free agent
3: Oh my, my, yeah, okay, my think uh, yeah, regarding uh, the, the, the analogy, yeah. if you want if, if you want people to get interested in the book,
1: yeah
4: then,
3: then then put Bendis on it at the start, and then he can pass it off, like you had
4: Bendis's name attached
3: to secret warriors, or you just if, if how about how many times do we kvetch about people not sticking it out? anymore. Oh yeah, okay, he's on for an arc. Oh, those were the best six issues of that comic I ever read by that guy. So (laughs) so now he's been on it for more than a few years. Fuck it. Let him ride it out. I mean if he decides to go out when he's strong, great. You know, like like a pretty cool podcast. Or he could, you know, just drag it into the ground (laughs) and and, then and then that he overstayed his welcome.
0: But he he's become the thing that wouldn't leave. I I I, I, just,
4: I I think Bendis is scared to death of of ending a story with the words the end. He can't no. do.
0: It. <laughs> well, there, no, there's he, never... he, he,
4: he can't do it. He it's it, no it's, one does it. Well, yeah, it's but okay. Now I, I'm I'm going to switch gears here and assume that and you guys all agree, though, right? and, and and assume that you guys all agree with me. Uh, <laughs> and, we, and we're. Something and we're going to we're going to play a little game and that is who should write the avengers and i'm going to start okay. with jason because he is without a doubt probably the biggest avengers fan out of all of us if there's one writer in all of comics that you would love to see write the avengers who would it be oh boy and it's hard it's hard, because writing a team book is not easy. I'll, I'll tell you There's what. There's uh, so, so, well, so many guys out there that don't write team books Except well. I would love well. to
2: see, I mean, again, if we're talking Dream Scenario, I'd love to see Morrison take a stab at it, but if we're talking Marvel guys, um, I I was on record, and this shocks me to say, because I wouldn't have ever thought I'd say it two years ago. Uh, I'd love, I hope Dan Slott has a role to play with the Avengers mm-hmm. in, in yeah. the future because uh, Mighty's been
1: awesome. Mighty has uh, awesome.
2: been an absolute blast this past year. Slot, I was not a huge slot fan. Like not as I thought he was okay, but I was not like gawk over him because of Thing and She Hulk and stuff. I thought they were okay, but I, but but I think his Mighty Avengers run has been epic. It's been classic Avengers, and uh, I know that I know we've got the Avengers title with Bendis and JRGR, and I know we've got. Uh, Avengers Academy with Christos Gage, who's you know he's a good writer. Um, I Gage hope slots. Got to- I hope slots somewhere in that mix too, because because. Uh, um, but I don't like I'm, I mean there's been so many good Avengers like I just think I love the concept. So I mean I just want good stories. I you know I would love it if I, I would I, Fraction could do a good job. big I mean they could all do a fine job. It's just a question of. Do they have a story to tell? Like, I – you know, I mean, to your point is if, if Bendis feels he has more stories to tell, awesome, then tell them. If if he feels like he's had a long run and he's ready to hand it off, then, yeah, I'm with David. Like, I, I – in fact, I would – I even said this on the forum. I think the new Avengers launch with Bendis and JRJR, I, I suspect – I wouldn't oh, – I shouldn't suspect, but I wouldn't be shocked at all if a year into it, Bendis hands it off. I mean, I think he mm-hmm. – maybe he's – that, but I don't – I agree. I don't – I'm with David. I don't think he should have – just like, I don't think you – End this and then all of a sudden have, oh, new Avengers title by, you know, John Hickman. Like, I don't think that works. I think you have to, like, Bendis has been the architect of this and and whether or not you
4: like it or... But, but, is it, but it. It's isn't, isn't, Siege, isn't Siege the end of his story?
0: No. It's the end of that story that he began oh, with. Disassembled,
4: Christ, put a fucking nail in it, dude!
0: Oh no, no, no,
4: no, no! Oh, I don't know about that, though. I mean, again, it's like it's like we
0: were, positivity oh, goes right on. down the crapper. It's been like
4: fucking years. Willing
3: positive, this wasn't going to last the whole episode.
4: No, <laughs> I don't know. i mean, no, being positive. You, you, this is the story from 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 disassembled to siege.
0: What you, if? You,
3: who you, would you like you, to see you, you on it, Chris?
0: You, what if? Could,
3: to
4: see
0: what what if uh, disassembled to siege is bendice's fellowship of the ring God, Now he's got one, the two I'm towers
4: kill myself
0: oh but that'd be awesome though it'd be the legendary it's, Avengers it, it run. Is not, it's
4: not it's not act one it's not act one it's act three it's this is this is it It's the culmination they've built it they, years in the making um and, and I'm Okay, I'm not going to get angry. Who would I like to see? And, okay, probably not the popular choice. I got two people that I would, that me personally, I would love to see on the Avengers. Number one, I think Dwayne McDuffie would do an awesome job with the Avengers. Um, my, (laughs) My Dark Horse pick... Who I think would do an awesome choice, and I think he's earned it because he's a great writer. He does great team books, and he's done amazing work with characters that I think a lot of a lot of writers may not have been able to mine as much. Alan out of. Jeff Parker. <laughs> wow. Oh, nice. I mean, Parker's cool. Yeah, Jeff, you know. Jeff Jeff Parker would write the shit out of the Avengers. But
2: see, wow. but to your but to that point, I really I could see like. A Bendis Parker co-written book for a while, and then why does Jeff Parker need Bendis?
0: Name again, recognition. Uh,
2: yeah, we're not saying he needs him, Chris. We all Parker fans. Yeah, we're no, I I'm not. I'm not saying. You, I'm
4: not talking about sales. I'm talking who would you like to write the Avengers? And I think Jeff Parker would, would write a kick.
0: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. That oh was awesome. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, don't edit that out of Karma, hell. baby. That's karma. That's
2: sweet. It still says he's there, but <laughs> yeah, I was good. Say who there.
0: who would okay. I like to see write the Avengers? If not Bendis, my first choice would be Kurt Busick.
3: Oh, I love okay. it. With, I'd love without it. Oh, without it a great. doubt, without I was a doubt. A fraction, maybe, but uh, I mean, if, yeah, if Roy Thomas
0: Bradford won't would. come back to do it, then Kurt Busick.
3: I'm taking Roger Stern.
0: Yeah, why not? Maybe Engelhart. What the hell?
3: Oh, there you go. Don't brother. Do
0: not. Stan. <laughs> yeah. I, I would time, run I would, I would be adventures. on
2: YouTube I would be on YouTube streaking nude up and down my street if Engelhard came back to Why is Stan on his
0: knees in Bendis' office trying to pick the lock on his file cabinet? I don't understand. <laughs> What's going on there?
3: Uh, uh, Are you guys following Stan on Twitter?
0: Yeah, <laughs> no.
3: You know I, mean? I
4: mean, he, he, I'm, sure, I'm sure those are being written. By him. I, yeah.
1: I think, I think,
6: I
4: think Stan, I think, Stan like he huffs. A, he goes huffing and then um, like tweets for like 20 minutes, like every seven days.
0: No, I, I think that's just old age, buddy. If it is him, He's nah, crazy. Nah. No, it's
4: it, yeah, off of smoking the Bubonic Chronic, just getting crazy. Mm. No, that's cool.
0: Okay, no, here we no, go. No,
4: I, I, I you know, it, it's, a, it's mm. a weird thing with the Avengers because Bendis, to his credit, has reestablished them as the flagship title. I mean, it was the X-Men for so long. Avengers <laughs> is the flagship title for Marvel now, and and hats off to him.
0: <laughs> okay, I, playing I, I to your like, argument, why uh-huh. would she give it up then? If he's worked so hard to get this book at the top of the charts and the the the, 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 the,
4: the, charts,
2: yeah, the, stuff, the center I mean,
0: of the Marvel Universe, why would he say, ah, you take it, I'm done here, I'm going to go work on Jinx. What no, the hell?
4: I'm, I'm, I'm talking just to a big old house, he needs to keep making that
2: That's what money. I mean,
0: that's what I'm saying. C-
4: completely selfish, I, and just my opinion, I still think that Bendis is much better on single character driven titles, and I would love Can to you see him go World? back to that. All right. It's, he wa- He loves Luke Cage. I would love to see Bendis do a Power Man and Iron Fist series. Okay. Cool. And, no, and that's. Is there anything wrong with that? No.
0: No. no but we. Wouldn't I want no, got to get something here before we get to shit? Gotta get because we gotta yeah. get this
2: in we got to get this
4: in. I don't think that hit. Bendis necessarily writes the best team books. I'm sorry. And that's... You know I what? You are, I think you are more than on the record with that. Yes. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Fine. Speaking, Fine. Speaking, move
2: on.
0: Of, speaking of, of <laughs> powerful, powerful single characters, in the grand tradition of Black Caesar and Samson and Dolomite and Shaft and Superfly oh, and Jesus. what else? Truck Turner and Willie Dynamite. Oh, uh, shit. And, and, and the, oh, the, the, the amazing... Cinema stars like Rudy Ray Moore, Fred Williamson, who else? Ron O'Neill, Richard Roundtree, Isaac Hayes, Aphrodisiac. Jim Brown, Jim Brown yeah. Aphrodisiac oh. is is a man. He's a man. Oh, you know, he's, uh, mo- Richard, he's more Richard, than a man.
4: Ra- R- Richard Roundtree went to Southern Illinois University, which is oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice.
0: Cool. Sorry.
4: All right, go ahead. He, he,
0: a man named Alan Diesler, but he's more than a man. He's so one of those. You this, by the way. Oh, it's, it's one of those mythic. Uh, larger than life folk heroes? And the stories about him shift and change depending on the era in which so the events cool, of dude. these stories take place. The Get intro this: is,
2: his origin story is different in every issue. Yeah, he's
0: got a, a million different origins. One of them reads: Shooting dice in the moonless ghetto, night. Eight-year-old Alan Diesler was running his luck when a well-clad man with two armfuls of beautiful women joined the game. No words were spoken, but the deal was understood. At the stroke of midnight, Satan took the boy's eternal soul, but left behind the women. Thus was the legend born, the aphrodisiac. Oh,
2: yeah. Wait, all right. Well, since you and read then, favorite. I, wait, hold on. Yeah, you read back. yours. All right. Alan Diesler, a frail, humble janitor in Hardwood <laughs> Elementary, awoke to his true calling the day jerk aliens invaded his turf. While trying to protect the student body, Diesel used the only weapon at his disposal, an old beat-up cane, the magical <laughs> pimp stick, Mac Joner. Slamming it on the ground for emphasis magically transformed the meek, crippled janitor into the legendary
0: Afro-Diesler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me hit with another one. Alan Diesler, while attending a lab demonstration on the safe handling of nuclear waste, janitor Alan Diesler was bitten by a common cigarette pimp that had been infected with atomic radiation. The freak occurrence imbued Diesler, who was a teenager at the time, with the proportionate speed and strength of a spider. Aphrodisiac. This book is fantastic.
2: It's more than fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: It's like, it's as though jim jim Rugg, it 's as though he snuck into my house, put electrodes on my temples while I was sleeping, and then figured out a way to make a hardcover comic that was geared to my every whim it was it's right. it's, it's like the perfect comic book of all time it's unheard
0: of and let 's spread the love around it 's from Jim Rugg and Brian Maruka yes. published by Ad House Books the amazing ad house books, 1495 U S hardcover. And you can classify this under, I love this part on the back cover, hip hop, superhero, comedy, art. (laughs) (laughs) What it is, is it's, it's a selection of stories pulled from different comic book eras. You got the silver age represented the golden ages in here, bronze, somewhat current. And for each Era that they decided to manga. tell the afro yes manga the aphrodisiac story the 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 stories themselves are tailored to mimic the comic books of that era like you'll have a bronze age aphrodisiac story and the 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 art is done in Kirby style uh, with a little bit of um, Dan Klaus thrown in yeah. and and the, the paper is intentionally uh, I don't want to say faux weathered because they really did weather it. They, oh, yeah. they may you can see the dot pattern from the printing press, tears in the paper, browning of the edges of of the paper there there 's a a mock gold key comic cover there 's a lot of marvel in here I mean the love is there there 's even a romance section where Aphrodisiac uh, appears in a series of romance comics, and, and the the front cover of the one is hysterical it 's called let me get this right. Um, funky love, aphrodisiac. You have a a blonde woman in the center, thinking to herself. Uh, she's she's flanked by a, a a white bread college boy with a with a varsity jacket on, and on the other side of her, aphrodisiac's there, stripped to the waist, with his big old fro <laughs> arms folded, and he says, "Today's my lucky day. Ronald is a sweet boy, but aphrodisiac is a real man." And she has her hands outstretched, and her hand is right next to. Aphrodisiac's junk and the name of the story Sword Fight.
2: <laughs> I know, dude. Dude, there's a one page there's a one page cutout of it, it there's nothing else to the story and it's the it's the one it's it's Aphrodisiac face face with Medusa and she's like Yeah impossible. Why don't you turn to stone? And he says, I'm already rock hard, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, that's it, ridiculous. It's, it's gold and, and through the whole thing his afro appears to get bigger. Did you notice oh, that? That's like, awesome, yeah. Early on he yeah, he's and he got bounces, this,
2: he uses it to save him and the curl is his uh, curl is when he bounces up when he defeats the roach and then he bounces from the from the fall and uses his, his fro to, to cushion the bounce.
0: But he there's a there's a, Jason's referring to one story where there's a giant cockroach and a, Aphrodisiac hits the cockroach, he punches the cockroach with his hoop day. With his oh, car. No. He punches the cockroach I with Julian his car. Lytle.
2: That he hasn't, I'm sure he hasn't read this yet because I know it wasn't. I told him somehow, some way he has to mails to him. He has to read this because nothing excites Julian than punches to the face and uh, a car punches, punches people in the face with cars. He puts his fist through a dude's head and punches his brain out. It's insane. He a
0: dude, Dracula. He punches Dracula, Dracula's yeah. brain out.
2: He punches Tricky Dick Nixon in the face. It's unbelievable. He punches
4: God <laughs> in the face. He punches God
0: in the face. Come he does. On. He gets away and he gets away but with it too. Does he
4: punch the Watcher?
0: He has sex with Death and, and impregnates her. Knocks
1: death
4: up Death
0: in toe. He's fighting this this um, evil mother raping mega computer mother called, raping. Yeah, nice. called Megapute and, and the computer has him on the ropes and he dies and Death is so enamored with Aphrodisiac that she brings him back to life, but before she does, she hits it. <laughs> she yeah, gets, yeah, she yeah. gives him some, and then he goes back to life. It's great. But Dude, here's, here's, here's a typical story. Let me, okay, let's just get this out of the way. Right, er, the, the very first story, Aphrodisiac is captured by a villain called the Shocker.
2: And the name of the story is Aphrodisiac in shock a Come I've on, needed. people. Shock-a-Con!
0: The, the, the guy's oh, name oh, Harold. you got to
2: name shock a the intro music. Ah, It's already
0: done, buddy. Harold, Harold Shocklestein <laughs> is the Shocker. How he managed to get Aphrodisiak on the ropes, they don't say, but it doesn't really matter. Aphrodisiac seduced the Shocker's wife, Lightning uh, Lady Lady Lightning, and uh, Aphrodisiak said, I should have known with the sparks. But anyway, he has her tied up in a chair, <laughs> and he brings in these two, uh, Trish and Melody, two, two women that are trained in the art of terror and interrogation, and he said, "And you ain't getting out of this one because they're lesbians." And dun dun da you know. And Aphrodisiac works his mojo on him, and at the end, they're bumping and grinding on him, and it's just—it's crazy. They're doing it's completely the off dance the wall. Dance on him. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then, and then, and then the uh, the, the villains like. But but how, how did you they're, they're lesbians And then it's like <laughs> But Aphrodisiac's power Is so insurmountable That the ladies can't resist Even though they're gay It's awesome
0: Yep Next time Schakelstein Payback's a 40 caliber bitch <laughs>
2: Oh it's so good Dude and then it's And then the next page gold. Is Aphrodisiac It's turning to Afro, Afro Duck. Afro it's like a cartoon and the wizard's like alakazoo Alakazuk, I transform you to a lame duck and then they got this mallard with a big old afro and he's like quack you mother <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it's, Dude, it's a- like,
2: come on! and then they got a T-Rex t- t- attacking him in the next page and it's drawn in like a Marvel Comics blue line page where you see like the little pencil notes at the top yeah, and at yeah. the bottom lo- and the little and it says nom 20,000 BC oh
0: my yep. god but if you look oh. at the, the dinosaur see that's the thing the art Transforms depending on the era, like the Aphrodite Act Duck comic cover is done in the Gold Key style. Oh yeah! But then, but then the T-Rex looks like Steve Bissett drew it. It's and by the it's way, really it's so nice. clear that
2: Jim that Jim is a huge Marvel Comics fan. Because yeah. a lot of the intros are Marvel Comics intros, like Spider Man and and the Hulk, and I mean he's he's the villains are you know Tomb, it's it's Dracula from True Dracula and Hercules like he's clearly a huge Marvel Comics fan. So oh, again, yeah. like he grew yeah. up reading Marvel Comics. This is like if you like. The '70s black exploitation films. If you like movies like "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker," you know Hollywood Shuffle, and you like Marvel comics. This is like the perfect. Like Jim is like that. He's the dude that liked all that same shit, and then made a badass comic. It's crazy. Chris,
0: you would go nuts. The the coloring on the book is done done in a style to imitate cut Each one is different. Yeah, you, you know how they used to cut the rubolith in a haphazard may, way like oh if, yeah. if, there, if there was lettering they would just block it out instead of cutting within yeah. the lettering you could see the dark areas where the rubolith was but that i mean nice. it's, it's it's done in in with current technique so they they really yeah. aged it really well yeah,
4: you're you're, ba- you're basically emulating the the rubolith, inaccuracies yeah. of the process
2: absolutely oh,
0: yeah 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 uh, i love uh, how
4: we call uh, by numbers vince
0: Yep, he's like. Yep. He, 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 he,
2: there's, there's a danger in the city, so he calls. He, he he does a roll call. He makes all his hoes come back to headquarters, and he's like, "Wait, wait, what's like, the name of his headquarters?
0: 72? What's that? The name of his headquarters is Afroka.
2: <laughs> yeah, Afroka. It's his it's his it's his after hours uh, nightclub so it's called Afroka.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Who published this?
2: Ad House. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the, the <laughs> did you look at the back of the cover of By the way. Yeah, there's that, a spot.
2: That, that cover, it's got a, a raised, like it's got a raised, shiny seal, which is of a like almost like a James Bond like nude woman, you know, like with her arch back. It's like, called spot the... varnish, son. There you go. Wow. Okay, spot well, thank you. So it's yeah, it's like a nude woman spot varnish. Like the entire package is just phenomenal. Oh, it it's,
0: is. It's, it's really it's good. I'm all
4: over it. That sounds awesome. So,
0: no, you it's should only be.
1: Fifteen
2: bucks, dude. It's it's it's. It, I I had I had read something about it in previews, and I thought, you know, I love black exploitation. This is probably going to be fun. But I honestly. <sighs> Didn't oh, think this ordering would
0: be it right now. I mean, this is oh, well, it's beyond is fun. time,
2: yeah. times better than I expected it to be. Like because I, I really didn't have a high bar for this. I thought, well, whatever, it's it's going to be black exploitation. I'll enjoy it. But
4: it's it, it, it's so <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> just that <laughs> statement alone. Makes there's me
0: st- there, so there's nice. a, a story where Aphrodisiac is chilling with his hose in a bar. The name of the story is called It's Not the Size of the God in the Fight. And yeah. who walks in but favored son of Zeus, Hercules. Hercules. And, he, and, he, and he talks to Aphrodisiac. He says, now, large-haired monkey, serve that god well and thou will be rewarded. And Aphrodisiac knocks the shit out of Hercules. It's nuts. It's crazy. Oh, there's like a, bananas, a, dude. Yeah, there's even um, if you were a child of the '70s and remember the Hanna Barbera cartoons. There's a, a mock uh, aphrodisiac cartoon double page mm-hmm. in here. There's a, a faux Marvel letters page with a value stamp. There's a value stamp of the Shocker. It, it's oh, bizarre. If if the if the year ended tomorrow. I would, I would give this my, my graphic novel of the year. Damn, you stole
2: I, my line. That's what I was going to say. I actually already created a 2010 Google Docs for the <laughs> 11 o'clock. <across laughs> I wrote this in as best OGN. And now, as, as of now, something else has to
4: displace it or it's winning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it because on the Amazon, there's one review for it so far. And the review title is 1 million percent awesome.
0: It is. <laughs> it, it's so good,
4: and it's like great because every woman is drawn beautifully, and they're all white, which is hilarious.
2: Oh, they, and all, they all from, got cake.
4: And, and, and that review is from Jamie D in uh, in Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, really?
4: No, Real? I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they and they all call him Daddy, which I love.
0: Yeah, and they call yeah. Him All by numbers, he's like
2: 13 he's like thirteen's bringing in the strong tonight. Except, yeah, except his, his, uh, his
0: what, yeah. what did he call her? His bale of straw bookkeeper uh, dizzy. She's not yeah, much yeah, to yeah. look at, but when it comes to numbers, by God, she's. It's funny that he knows says she's no not much to look
2: at either because they draw her super sexy, except for the oh, yeah. of glasses on, yeah. And and whenever um, she's
0: near him, she'll be bending over, and you can see her her underwear a little bit under the miniskirt, and like that's super suggestive. I I can't praise this enough. He 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 has this love hate relationship with Richard Nixon. They, they yeah, were once they oh, were yeah. once wrestling partners, <laughs> and um. I guess Nixon fell in love with this Venusian princess named Vixena, <laughs> and uh, uh, Nixon is kind of pissed off because uh, you know he wants some of that candy, and Vixena falls for aphrodisiac.
2: Well, it's and great. also Vixena is about to come to the Earth and take over the Earth, and right. she, only, she only gets just, dis- just dis- she gets she gets put off because she's so attracted to aphrodisiac that uh yeah that that it's all good, uh, and, and she's communicating. Okay, to Okay, 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 we get <laughs> no. it. We're going to buy it, okay?
0: He's We're going to
4: buy so it. Good. Yes. It's so good, dude. She's it's, communicating. Like the whole, it's like the Hulk last week, enough. We, we no. get it.
0: Oh, no. There's no. You talked more with the Avengers. She, she's, she's, <laughs> no. they're, in the fl- they're in the flying saucer, and she's communicating with her mother, this this angry Venusian woman. And she says, our invasion force, a waste your report, and blah, blah, blah. And she gets one look at an aphrodisiac, and she says, hmm, charmed, Mr. Aphrodisiac. And he goes, damn, your whole planet's tight. <laughs>
2: Also where have you ever heard Dracula say the following line? For centuries I have enjoyed the finest trim in the world, but none compared to what I now behold. And then she says, Where do you see me naked, Mr.
0: Where do you see me naked? Yeah. And even even the inside back cover, there's a double page spread that's done in the Kirby photo collage style where remember when Jack was playing around with with photos and and line art? Oh amazing. It's amazing. Right. Honestly, it's, good. It's, it's it's awesome. We're all,
4: the, humor, the, we're all, all to read battery. it. Yeah, you have amazing. to,
0: and we're if you look on the cover, it. if you look on the cover, the spot varnish in his sunglasses, he's getting a sloppy knob job on the cover.
4: He is. He is. Ah, he's getting it. Okay, okay. Yeah. we'll read it. We'll read it. We get it.
0: You got to get it. None I'm of this...
4: Emperor, You're going to stay positive this week. I'm hey, gonna, Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go get it. So,
2: awesome. so, for
0: your your information, we only talked about aphrodisiac for. Maybe 15 minutes.
2: Yeah, look at you starting the clock.
0: Oh, I got it because he's running rush out over us with this time. I'm and just stuff.
4: saying, you sold me on it.
0: Well, we we'll sell you some, but nothing wrong with selling it twice. We bank
4: the imagination. I'm there. And I, I, I'm looked, I looked, I looked
0: up some words for this oh, review, too. No oh, dear like, I didn't, I didn't know what a, what a hoopty was. That's a car, what? apparently. I didn't you know didn't what a
4: hoopty what a, was. You
1: didn't know no, what I heard,
0: it was? I heard whip but I did not hear hoopty.
4: Jesus, wh- wh- I live wh- in the Midwest. I know yeah, what a Hooptie is. Dude, Some I'm more, from uh, Pennsylvania.
0: We, have, we didn't have black people in our area until like maybe 87, 88. Mm. Oh, I'm Where's rural, the man. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hooptie. Yeah, the story, hoopty. the story
4: I told about the 88 uh, Monte Carlo, that's a hoopty. Hey,
5: guys. Wumba. Wumba. Wumba discounts. Womba discounts. Why are you using EOC Eight for your discount code? Wumba. Womba. Womba discounts. Think about
2: it. Well speaking of because it's uh, I love when the old band pimp gets in his car and he's got the he's got the uh, Rolls Royce. And, uh, and and then he's like, you still prowling around in that link? And he's like, yeah, baby, 37 Zephyr, pristine. Any damn fool can get financing on a current model.
0: That's right. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, intentional moiré, dot patterns, ripped pages, oh fa- faded cover. It's, it's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Uh, and apparently, I have to track these down, Aphrodisiac appeared in a mini-comic. The first appearance was in a mini comic, and then I think there was a, he, he had a walk-on in their, uh, Superior Showcase anthology. So I gotta look for those. Uh, I have some of the Superior Showcases, but obviously not the one with Aphrodisiac in it. Uh, I'd be treasuring treasuring it. Treasuring it. And it's, it's a small footprint book. It's not gonna take up a lot of space on your shelf. It's a little smaller than a regular (laughs) comic, but worth every goddamn penny. Go get it
2: god it's so good it's it's literally like it's like those little treasures like we were saying at the opening like makes comics good you know I and mean, it's like and this is the kind of book too that I can see why so many people would have just missed it or passed on it you know and I'm sure a lot of comic book stores didn't even bother stocking it and it's just a damn shame because it's just gold it's, it's gold I'm, a,
4: I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to run down to old Chicago comics this weekend and grab it so oh, I saw it's I, not- I, you yeah, know, like Amazon it's like a two to two to three month waiting list
0: really but yeah, why don't you order it right from Ad House? Chris Pitzer will thank you.
4: Yeah, nah, I'll just go to I'll go to Chicago. I live in I live in a metropolitan city. Right. I'll, I'll third go coast, to Chicago and get it. Yep, third coast. Hell yeah, we Re- represent.
0: Boy, <laughs> what? Oh boy! Did that,
4: did, did that sound uh, authentic?
0: No, that's yeah, why I like didn't like do a little life.
4: bit of a a
1: I
0: didn't want to get into the, lo- the the lingo because it never sounds right when I say it. It's like, oh, okay, he's trying to play the games. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But so I didn't. All right, that's. I think we that's all that we got, boys. No. We, we got. We have Let's some time. See. Ah,
4: we got some Real? time. What do you got? How much we time? Have?
0: Enough for you to say what you're what you're itching to say?
4: No. W- oh, we'll, come
0: on, do it. Huh? We, got oh, th- yeah, we got fifteen minutes.
4: I was going to talk about fifteen minutes. Time. No. 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 Well, I'll, I'll, I'll save it time. till next week.
0: I know we can talk about Ultimate X number one.
4: No, I was going to talk Root! about Planet Hulk, the DVD.
0: Oh, do it, do it, please do it.
4: Should should we? I guess since yes, this came out, yeah, no, go ahead. Do um, it. it was okay. Okay, <laughs> it was okay. Wow, was, I can see why we I had to we- I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> leave on a, on a on a mediocre note, but no, it was fine. It, it was um, I, um, it was not Planet Hulk the. Amazing twelve issue series from Greg pack but uh-huh. that's okay. It was just an uh, what eighty minutes animated version of it, and uh-huh. that's okay. It was. Have is anybody else seen it? Not yet. Not yet. No. Well, see, um, okay. Okay. And Vince,
0: I, I didn't. I didn't good. buy it. I didn't buy it, and I and I will not buy it.
4: Um, it was okay. Okay. Now, Vince, I yes. know why you're not buying it.
0: You, you do. Because you want me to say why I'm not buying it, just for the people you're, at home? You're,
4: you're, not, you're not buying it because of Jack Kirby.
0: No, <laughs> I, I am, I'm not buying it That's because, so because it admit, admit mi- it. Mi- Mr. Pack took great pains to set up the scene with the Silver Surfer. That that, that, scene, that scene has colossal weight in terms, of, in ter- in terms of Planet Health because, let me just tell you why the uh the hulk was eg- exiled by his friends the people he trusted the people he thought were friends he's exiled Steve. to a faraway planet no listen to me faraway uh, planet and and who's he run into a former teammate a former defender and he's forced to fight him that uh, it reminded him where he came from what happened to him and it put him in a position he should not have been in if it wasn't for the illuminati so that was very important beta ray bill is not important yeah. to the hulk well, give me a break
4: uh, okay when- it, you know it works okay in the movie but what you have to understand is that they're never ever ever going to cover the same territory in the animated feature that they do in I understand the, that in, in, in Planet Hulk it, it's i mean you look back on that now and and now that maybe a couple years has passed you can say you know what planet hulk maybe the best hulk story ever
0: there's no maybe about it it, it is the best Hulk story, it in was, my opinion.
4: It was awesome, and the movie yes. never lives up to the novel, You blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, did,
0: let me ask you a question. Did they get into the pregnancy? No. Then why not, bother?
4: No, exactly. Not even touched on. And the great thing about Planet Hulk is that it it builds this amazing world. It gets into, like, Cast systems and, and,
0: yeah, that's the what the world,
4: world government, it's this amazing mix of like 1970s Conan and, um, all, all the awesome dystopian films of the 70s and sci fi. And I mean, Pac just totally tapped into that stuff. Uh-huh. And it was like, this is, I mean, it, it was, it was Conan in a, in a sci fi movie. Is, is what Planet Hulk was, and it was awesome, and it was just this amazing, amazing achievement, and probably the greatest Hulk story that I've ever read. I, yeah. I love it that much. This animated feature just wasn't going to go that deep, and it didn't. It was, basically, it was it was Planet Hulk meets Gladiator. Great gladiator scenes, it was big on action, it was fun, and what Vince is talking about, they replaced Silver Surfer with, uh, with Better A Bill, and (laughs) Vince, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hate this. I'm gonna spoil this for you. Do it. Not, not only did they replace Better A Bill with Silver Surfer, they actually retconned the very first appearance of Thor, and it wasn't just Thor, that 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 fought off the uh, the alien invaders, you know, Korg the and his brothers. Yeah, um, yeah. Yes, Thor was joined by Better a Bill in that battle.
0: Do you like eating watered down soup? <laughs>
4: You
1: know.
0: No, really. I mean, the more I hear about this, I, I'm not, i wasn't buying it to begin with. But the more I hear about it, the less—I mean, I'm was even fine. less likely to fine. rent it now.
4: It was—it was fine. But
0: it—it it should have book. been more than fine. Again, no, you were no, talking no, about no, Watchmen no, before. No, no, if no, you're going to no, do no no. S-
4: no, no, just just watch it with your 13 year old. Have fun. No.
0: And, I'll give, and him under- give
4: him the book. Give him the book. Give him the book. Okay. Marvel's animated except for the hulk versus which were awesome they were. Marvel's Marvel's animated has been not that great right. but the I agree. the hulk versus like hulk versus thor was fantastic
0: hulk versus wolverine deadpool come on it was, it was awesome come
4: on. it was great yeah. this this it, it was fun it was fun it's milk
0: toast it's lukewarm
4: yeah it was it was lukewarm
0: right so why why waste your money on it why not buy Zombieland? Some, another disc that came out oh, today, or, or yesterday. Awesome. Or, you know, something else. Oh. Buy, buy, Go go buy a graphic novel from someone else. Don't, don't think you, know you have to spend money. You
4: know what? The Fantastic Mr. Fox was fan-fucking-tastic.
0: I heard that. I heard that.
4: Awesome.
0: Awesome. I just... Uh, uh, you know, there's certain things... I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there are certain things that push my buttons. Mm-hmm. Don't dick with the Hulk... Especially the best hulk story okay. ever ever written come on
4: the the thing about planet hulk the the and we 'll call it the graphic novel now, and planet Hulk, the animated feature planet Hulk, the graphic novel it it tapped into stuff that i don 't know it, it just it, it scratched that itch of stuff that is very very cool. And the and everything
0: the was anim- included for a reason. There's nothing yeah. superfluous yeah. in that story.
4: And, and the animated feature, it was, it was okay. Kaching,
0: kaching. It was a cash in. That's all it was.
4: That's fine. That's fine. And yeah. it was fine. And it was fine.
0: And, yeah. and and that they 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 will do what they will do. They will make money. And so I'm not surprised. But it, there's, it doesn't mean I have to buy it. And
4: yeah. Yeah. Go read the the hardcover guitar.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> How come you guys didn't say anything? Don't you have an opinion?
2: Well, I haven't. I haven't seen, seen it. I've seen it. So, but based I, on I, the I, the issue you
3: took with it, doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I've I've given up on on expecting the adaptation to be anything like the original source material.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, if they want to make a different story, then I'll I'll view that for what it is and how it's presented and and look at it that way. I, I I'm okay with it because. I've read Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk is a great story in the medium it was intended for. It's awesome. There's no reason why they can't adapt it for for an animated feature, but if, if they're going to use some of the premise that Planet Hulk is based on, like I said, I'll, I'll see it for what it is. And there are... Okay, there's another property based on a, uh, on a comic book that I'm three episodes in, and I'm kind of digging it. A um, couple things that are a little... Pinky here or there, but uh, the human target on Fox. Love it. Mm-hmm. It is a I I love Mark Valley. Um, she McBride's not not too bad. Uh, Jack Girl here. Not too it, bad. Awesome. Yeah, he,
4: he's Not he's, too bad. Uh, McBride's awesome.
1: Uh,
0: Listen how high his voice gets when he's, <laughs> it's,
3: it's, if he's got a dogs gun, everywhere. It's like what? What's going on? He, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he, he it doesn't look like he can. Chad McBride. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so but but it's also Jackie Earl Haley and uh, as Guerrero, who is fucking awesome. Um, I, I, is have, so I have I have some issues with with uh, with some things like like last week when they were escaping and 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 they flipped their motorcycle. <laughs> that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. It's that like, it, like nobody scratched up with the knees. Her dress is intact, and then and then the uh, the embassy guards they all employed like stormtrooper aim or, or or cobra nobody can hit anybody even though they're right in front of them crossing over a wall nobody can okay. i don't care that's the it's awesome but the but the first 50 minutes were pretty cool the way the whole story was going then then yeah. you get to that point and it's like and it it could have been better it takes me out a little bit but there's no um it's not like the Rick Springfield show from from years ago where he's he's doing the mission impossible type uh makeup effects where he he doesn't he doesn't become the the person he's protecting it, it he's basically kind of like a bodyguard yeah. and uh, so it's it's different in the sense of, of if you're used to the human target from the old d c comics or the new vertigo series that 's not what you're really getting with this show but as far as the action the stories especially the second episode where on the airplane was fantastic and 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 the flight attendant was hot um, <laughs> oh boy. It's, it's it's a really i i i do like the show and and it's it's on the dvr i got the season pass going on tv so i'm i'm watching it every week and and uh, and the dog's name is carmine so there's a nice nod to the
4: creators that way it oh, that's no uh, no okay so yeah uh-huh. vince you're all cracking up buddy so who else got something
3: oh you, you do. know what i, I got um I have something but I'm going to save it for next week. I'm going to make Chris happy. Okay. Next week. Um no, cuz I, I told him about it, but I want to get into it and and well, I didn't know. I told him I had something to make him happy, but I didn't tell him what it was. I did um I was flipping through uh well, two things. Uh in my DCBX box was a uh was a recent issue of Back Issue, which was a a family-themed episode with a pretty funky um Norman Rockwell homage by John Byrne, of uh, the Rockwell painting, um, the Runaway, with with the kid at, at at the ice cream shop on the bar stool next to uh, next to the police officer. Uh, only this time, the kid was played by Franklin Richards, sitting next to the Thing. Um, but you have the 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 issue has uh, has a spotlight on John Byrne's Fantastic Four. And they talked to a couple of the inkers and editors from uh from his run on the title. Um though there only were a couple. I mean like Ordway and Gordon and, and Sinnott on on one or two, but um you also talk it, it was really, it, it was almost like it was an issue made for me because they also talked to uh there's a pro to pro interview with uh Louis Simonson and June Brigman, and then they, they bring in John Bogdano so they talk about Power Pack. Um there's, uh, there's the Wonder Twins in there. There's, uh, the New Gods. So, yes, yeah, so, so family is the theme for the issue. And, uh, and I just started it. So I'm just starting the, uh, the whole, uh, look back on John Burns' time on the Fantastic Four. And, and that is, uh, that's, that's always fun because I, I, it's one of the few times where I could look back and I, I actually remember going, to the newsstand or, or, or to the comic shop and picking up the issues as they were coming out. I, I remember month in, month out and, and waiting for the next issue. So unlike, you know, I could read about comics from the 60s or 70s where I'm reading them much later and I wasn't there as, as they were coming out. I can, uh, it back issue holds a very special place for me because it, it does focus on, on the 70s and 80s with the Bronze Age stuff. So definitely... Recommend back issue if, if if you don't get it. But I also received uh, Ed Hannigan covered, brought out by uh, oh, Marvel nice. and, yeah, uh, yeah, and the Hero Initiative.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I have that too. I haven't read it yet though. Yeah, it, it's it's it, there's not a whole lot to read. It's it's basically there are uh, there are cover sketch ups of um, of covers, various Marvel covers from the seventies uh, and eighties that that Ed sketched out, and then the finished product. Uh, so you have the defenders and, and Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man. Um, you know, so it's nice to get the back, to get a little bit of um, behind the scenes as to what, even just something as small as as the covers, compared to the uh, to the interiors of the book. But you know, uh-huh. just seeing how much thought and, and detail goes into um, into making the cover alone, since that is what's supposed to stand out on the uh, on the stands. But you have you have um, Ed, Ed talking about uh there you go, you're clear again. Yeah, it it it's Ed talking about different covers and, and people see he, people he's worked with like uh like Gene Colan and, and John Bishima and Frank Springer and, and there are some nice um again with the homages to uh to some of Ed's more famous covers like Ant Man on one of uh Hawkeye's arrows from Avengers two twenty three. Um and and how Ed really kind of employed that whole Will Eisner spirit type look to uh, to the logo blending into the background or or uh, the character of the comic book with the rooftops and 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 making the title of the book that way. It was it, it's it's a pretty neat read. It's something I'm going to have to flip through a few times just to get. Uh, I think I'll get more out of it on on each read.
0: Cool. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yes. Done. All right.
3: And for a good cause too.
0: You betcha.
2: That's- Speaking of good causes, too, I'd say, um, for those that don't pay attention to, um, <clears throat> Heidi McDonald's The Beat, uh, there there's a mention on it that, uh, in April, and we actually haven't finalized the date, but when they, when they do, I'll mention it, um, there's a, uh, a, a group in New York City that's doing a benefit for Gene Colon, uh, oh, in nice. April, and they're gonna have a, an evening, it's, Gene's gonna be there, they're gonna have a, um, uh, it's, it's a dinner and they're gonna have uh, a panel. Gene's gonna be on the panel. You're also gonna get a co- a copy of his, uh, the, uh, the new Gene Colon, you know, tribute hardcover that was released recently. Awesome. It's gonna be signed by him. You're gonna get an original sketch by him. I think it's like $150 for two people, um, but uh, but the majority of the proceeds go to Gene and his wife for his medical needs and his retirement. So, um, like, I said, if I had a date, I would tell you, but I don't have it yet. But uh, but Heidi's got the information, and if not, I'll, like I said, when they set the date, I'll take so I'm I'm definitely planning on going. Um, so uh, it, it's a good cause, and it'll probably be a really good night of fun because I think a lot of uh, a lot of New York creators and a lot of uh, comic fans are planning on uh, being there. So it should be a, a fun shindig for a good cause. So.
0: Oh, you're not kidding. Yep. Yeah.
3: the uh and 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 the beat has um changed a bit. That there, there's a oh, yeah, 3.0 3. Mm-hmm. it's 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 no longer you don't have to go through the whole publishers weekly URL and everything. It's now comicsbeat.com. I'll get you right to it. Yeah. But that. I think your RSS
2: your RSS feed will automatically
3: update. At least cool.
2: I think
0: yeah. Okay. Thank you DCBS for sponsoring this episode. DCBservice.com the best, cheapest way to get your books. Uh, keep in mind the Summit City Comic Con on May 22nd. You can learn more about that at www.SummitCityComicCon 2 C's, dot com. And if you are a first time DCBS customer you will get another 8% off your already Wumba discounts by typing in E-O-C-8 Booyah! And do yourself a whole mess of favor and pick up aphrodisiac from Ad House Books and proving that Jeff Loeb is still a better writer than Jason uh, Jason claims. Get <laughs> Ultimate X number one because it's really freaking good. With Art Adams artwork. Yes, it yeah, is really, really good. It's a tight pilot. Very good.
4: Tight? Yep. <sighs> uh, <Okay. laughs> get uh, Colt Noble and the Megalords. Oh, there you go. From uh, Tim Seeley coming out next week.
0: Sweet. From Image. Yes. Yep.
4: If you are a He-Man and the Masters the Masters of the Universe fan, you must get this book.
0: Yeah. Nice. Looks, looks really good. Um,
2: it's not too late to pick up the first two issues and uh, and then add the rest to your pull list. But uh, uh, if you're a fan of great art, you gotta do yourself a favor and start picking up Vertigo's Day Tripper. 10-issue uh, maxi-series uh, by the uh, Moon Bob Brothers. It's pretty damn awesome, and I don't know where the hell they're going with it, but uh, after two issues,
4: I'm totally hooked and along for the ride. So, <laughs> I, I I love that series so much. I know.
3: Uh, well, pick up a uh, back issue. Everybody <laughs> needs to know something about this awesome medium. Well, that's true. You're, and did you, you know right. that... Uh, our
2: friend uh, Collected Comics Library's own Chris Marshall has uh, his first published work in back
0: issue coming soon. No kidding. Yeah, nice. the, uh, the Spider Man
2: issue, which I think is coming out in a few months, Chris uh, is is uh, in that article. In, it, sorry, in that issue
4: uh, was an article. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love Chris. Yes, such a good guy. I can't wait to mm-hmm. meet him. Come see 2 e he'll be there. I know. That's why I'm going. All right. Nice. We're all going to be there. It's going to be one big happy family. Get that room, Chris. Lock it down. We, I'll lock it down, and I got I got some special guests in the room.
2: I figured we were just going to stay on your floor again, and Georgia was going to lick my balls. Oh, my she- goodness.
0: Oh,
4: Jesus. <laughs> bite <sighs> them off, one or the other. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be 11 o'clock slash around comics from C2E2. Around 11 we're going to wreck that family. shit.
0: It's going to be hot.
4: It's gonna be awesome. Caliente. We're
0: gonna be pimping like Afro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome.
4: Gonna have the little pick with the fist on
0: it. Did I say I'm, that right?
4: Pimpin I'm so out. I'm so gonna talk to you guys after this episode. I'm I'm ready to keep on going.
0: Nice. Oh boy. All right, people. Hey, thanks for being with us. We will be back here next week and uh go go pet your dog.
1: Yeah, let's
3: oh,
0: yeah. stroke
1: your pony, oh, she, Georgia. Uh,
4: she's snoring.
1: No, the
3: other one. Bye. bye. Say bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.
1: So long.
7: Control de tierra al comandante Tom. Yes. Yeah. Control de tierra al comandante Tom. ¡Yeah! Estoy gira. Tome sus pastillas, pongas el gelbo. Toma la esta. Control de tierra al comandante Tom. ¡Sí, que oigo, que oigo! Comenzando cuenta atrás, motores en marcha. No, ¡Mejor y la ignición, vaya con Dios! ¡Ay! ¡Ay, ay, ay! ¡Ay, ¡Vaya atrás! Este es el control de tierra, no, ¡Conteste si está bien! ¡Oyo, ayo, ayo, Si se atreve a consumar esta visión Abra la escotilla y salga al exterior Atención controla toda abra Voy a intentar salir Como está de palpitaciones. Más un hijo que soy a... Por favor, no sea usted impertinente. Quiero ser los pido al presidente. Atención. Atención comandante, salga de una vez Y diga lo que ve Tierra, tierra, digo tierra, que se abre el comandante No quedé a tierra, no veo nada porque llevo las calfantias para atrás Ahora ya empieza a ver por un ojo El
6: derecho
7: y si acaso Abre bien, abre bien Abro bien, ya abro bien Ahora ya veo por los dos Ahora estoy viendo a mi lado algo que flota Como yo, ah, en la peseta. También pronto a mi izquierda el franco, francés. Cuidado, baja como un meteorito picado en hora. Cuidado que baja en a la tierra, cuidado. También la una cerdina, esta va más rápida aún. Ojo con el escudo portugués. tiene que va perdiendo. Siga informando, sigue informando. Allá arriba tú. de una luz pequeñita es el planeta dulce, está el precio del azúcar clavado al lado, mucho más alto que el precio de la gente. pero muy lejos, muy lejos el mundo. Atención comandante, mire hacia abajo y diga que ve. Veo una masa, una masa quieta, debe ser lo de la SEA. Un poco más a la izquierda veo como los focos, los fábricas ardiendo deben de ser. Me parece que vaya a quedar este año sin coche, voy tanto a todo. ¡Atención! ¡Atención! ¡Comunique! ¡Comunique! ¡Cuya gente se mueve! ¡Cuya que me tiran del cordón! ¡Ahí!